Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And yo. It's Grapsody with Will, Phil, and Reg Trying to keep it real instead of what you usually get from these talking heads It's Grapsody, we're here to fill the void Three black fans, different perspective, gotta fill your voice Coming with the podcast, talking majors, indies in between Yeah, it's all that, and we're down with Fightful, better fallback Coming for respect, we connect like a ball bat No need to double check, these are all facts You're listening to us talk raps you're listening to us talk craps. Will Phil and Reg. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. Yeah, we're Grab City here to talk Graps. Yeah, yeah, hey. that's dope. That's dope. I like that. I like that. <laughs> hey, and it's a little bit different here today. A lot a bit different here today. Welcome to Grab City, by the way. I'm Will Washington alongside Mr. Philip Lindsay. Reporting live from St. Louis. We are in the building. We are in the building and like really in the building. I am right here in St. Louis. Uh, literally, I can see the arch right outside my window. And when I say right outside my window, I mean, hold up. I, I, I got to show this real quick. This this. Wow. Hold up. Look at this. Look at wow. this. <laughs> literally. I, 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 I won't get up and show you guys the brick wall that my camera's facing. <laughs> Literally right outside the window. You know, I think uh, if you looked really close, you could see Murphy Lee down there. Just like, <laughs> yo, man, you are in yo. the blue for and, sure. And, and, and Righteous Reg is here too. Double R in the building. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's Saturday morning. Your favorite writer, your favorite rapper, your favorite podcaster in the building. What's up, y'all? Like, this is crazy. We out here. The homies are in St. Louis. They about to watch the Royal Rumble. It's going down. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, we're here for the Royal Rumble. Uh, it's geez, I, the fever is in the air. Um, <laughs> so the hotel that I, I'm currently in, by the way, shout out to uh, to Hannah Moore, um, <laughs> in that uh, she she picked me up from the airport as as we talked about last week, and she uh, um, did so without a goddamn coat. Uh, <laughs> Where where is that child's coat? Because um, 
it is cold. It is biting cold. Because, like, here's the thing. I'm from Denver, right? So, uh, as you can see, repping my my Denver uh, hoodie. Um, I'm from Denver. <laughs> it's cold in Denver. But it's like a dry cold, which is not the same as, as this shit, which is... Uh, <laughs> um, which is just bitter and you know we landed and it's uh it was like 20 degrees but it feels like a denver like five mm -hmm. uh <laughs> and and of course she shows up with, in a sleeveless shirt um just like you know in and illinois not, it's fine not just a sleeveless shirt she's got like a tank drop tank top midriff is showing i'm like oh, yeah, what are you top. doing man <laughs> Come on, guys. It's cold outside. People are like blizzarded into their houses. And she's just like, yeah, yeah no, give me a tank top. We out here. Yeah, no, I, I got, uh, I wear, wore my big ass winter coat. I'm in a hoodie right now. It is cold. Uh, but I will say that the, the fever is in the air here in St. Louis. Uh, here at uh, the hotel I'm currently staying at is, of course, where um, most of the WWE talent is. Oh, have and... you seen Brandy and Cody there yet? <laughs> when he sneak peeks, did you see Brandy walking around? I'm like, I don't know, you might have seen some. Will you be seeing some stuff out there? We know. We have confirmed that you'd be seeing some stuff. I mean, here's the thing. Like, uh, I think if you've never been in a, um, you know, a lot of people came down on CM Punk's tweet a couple weeks ago, right, about bothering wrestlers. Uh, if you've and people were like, well, you can't just be nice to somebody who, who's approaching you. And I thought, you have to see it from this perspective, yeah. uh, especially at a major event like this at the Royal Rumble. There are fans with just merchandise, just mm -hmm. like lined up mm -hmm. outside the hotel, just waiting for anybody to walk out. Mm -hmm. And it's like insane. It's they, they are, they're here. They're they are ready to to mob anybody who walks out, and I've seen a couple of wrestlers already. I've seen a couple of people, um, some who haven't been announced for the Rumble, by the way. But um, they <laughs> just say it. No, no. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to spoil it either. I want to see it live in action when Cody comes out and wins the Royal Rumble tonight. It's going to be dope. I can't believe it. Hit some, hit some with that crossroads. Yeah. Yeah, Roman's so. gonna be shaking his boot. Actually, I want him to face Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. <laughs> Cody but, and Brock Lesnar is gonna be dope. But uh, this is a really special episode of Grapsity because not only are we in St. Louis, not only are we here for the Royal Rumble, but uh, on the other side of things, we also have a really, really special guest here. Um, and I'm sure people have uh, already noticed because uh, there's a it says it if you're looking at the uh, at the the YouTube, um, and it was just tweeted. But you know what? I'm gonna still keep coy about it, even right here until Who is it? until it's time. Until it's time. Who? Who? We have no idea. This is a special guest. Yeah, it's no, a super real special, insanely special. Real... I can't believe this. I'm gonna try to put words together. <laughs> try to be a, a professional here because, like, yo. Yeah, we're gonna but, be. It's gonna be like in that, <laughs> that uh, when Charlie Murphy was describing Rick James. He's like Rick James shows, and there was just an aura around Rick James. That's how it's gonna be. Very soon, <laughs> there's gonna be an aura around this person. So, we'll yeah, try to get it together. It's gonna be great here. But yeah, even still, with this being a Saturday, with this being Grapsity, uh, still want everybody to know that this is a show where we do read your live uh, super chats, 
Um, I don't have access to the Humper Chats at the moment because I am not in my home setup. Um, mm. I am going to read your Super Chats, though, uh, guaranteed. Uh, we've got a few. Let's see. we got Matt, who said, Good afternoon, guys. Very excited for Rumble Saw before the culture announcement by GCW. Oh, uh, so who's going to have a great show? See y'all in Dallas. I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry. Uh, so who's going have a great show? Um, I, uh, yeah, you know, it's one of those things where it happens every year, right? Where I'm like, uh, I don't think I'm going to go to Mania. I'm not going to do Mania weekend. And then more stuff keeps getting announced. And I'm like, yeah. like I don't know if I want to miss For the Culture. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I might be there. Son of a bitch. I hate that they announced it. I hate that they're going to keep announcing cool matches. I know they're going to do something. Like, as soon as they announce the first match, I'm there. So, yeah, I'm there. You're going to see me there for the culture, front row, dancing, hopefully, with two cold Scorpio for the second year in a row. I really just hope <laughs> that's what's going on here because that was it. Like I said, last year, best show I've ever been to, so I have to do it again. There's no way I can miss it. Even if I just go for this one show, I'm, I'll be good. Yeah, no way you can miss that. And sorry, I cut out there for a sec. Hotel Wi-Fi. Uh, so, oh, um, road game it, performances are tough, man. <laughs> man. I'm saying. And speaking of which, Van Twinblade uh, says that hotel is fancy. Also, go to Crown Candy. Don't know what that means. So, elaborate, sir. I'll keep reading. Um, I'll hit the Googles later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Jay Shell asks, "Will you guys be eating beans at the show?" Come on, so, Jay so we Shell. Should, we should stop and go get some uh, Boston baked beans. Jay Shell, come on, don't be coming out with this little agenda that's been <laughs> thrown upon me since the beginning of this you, podcast. You. <laughs> we got uh, Wrestling While Black podcast that's sending love and support from the Wrestling While Black podcast. Hey, Appreciate sending love that. and support back. Appreciate you. Always appreciate you. Uh, Zach says, finally catching Grapsity live. I am moving from AZ to North Carolina. Uh, this will keep North me entertained Carolina. while I drive. <laughs> Love the content. Keep on keeping on. That's a hell of a drive. Uh, shout out it to is. Zach. Uh, Arizona, country. very hot to a very different place in North Carolina. I don't know if it's hot out there. But yo, <laughs> hey, Joel. Shout out. Joel says, Will, I can grab them for you. Uh, talking about the Boston Baked Beans. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Joel? <laughs> no, I mean, here's the thing. As soon as this show is over, we got some, I feel like we got some St. Louis exploring to do. Like, mm-hmm. I am, I don't know. I've never been to St. Louis, right. ever. Nah, man. We, I'm going uh, to go and get a, a Phantom of the Opera mask and get the slow-mo joint jumping off. We're going to get the Midway <laughs> Swing, like, in the middle of a park somewhere. <laughs> it's the Midway Swing. Hey, it's the 618. <laughs> don't perpetrate. No, nah, I even saw the area code 618, and I'm like, man, I know enough rap songs to know where I am now. Uh, but anyway, uh, let's see. Myron. Myron says, is it me or does the Rumble feel like Super Bowl Sunday? There's so much excitement throughout the day of the event, just like the Super Bowl. I mean, honestly, I the Rumble to me is my top WWE event. It is the event Mm -hmm. I look forward to more than anything. It used to be Mania. I feel like when Mania kind of became the part-timer show over the years, the Rumble took over for me. Now, I'll Mm -hmm. give credit to last year. Last year's Rumble um, really did focus on the, the roster they had. So that's not to say that it's that way now. Um, I don't know if this next one's going to be, but at least, uh, you know, the rumble for about. And this rest- rumble's kind of heavy on the part-timers, too, so it's kind of a 
but it's it's still a fun it's still one of the most fun it's events. always fun yeah, yeah it's always definitely. fun yeah uh the the count counts like all of it uh you know i will say that uh when i think about uh the some of my favorite wrestling or wwe moments ever a lot of them happen in royal rumbles you know, I think that 2005 Rumble, and not just because Vince tore both his quads, although that's <laughs> hilarious. Um, I do think that that 2005 Rumble, just everything surrounding it with like Shawn Michaels and Kurt Angle having their first confrontation, like literally yeah. ever, like right. that is such a dope moment. Like I only watched that Royal Rumble for that. I was like, I need that moment so bad, and it paid off. Yeah. And, uh, but then like Batista and John Cena, like both of them as the future, and then it coming down to those two. Just a great Royal Rumble, but then like 08 with Cena's return, uh, that's always still amazing to me. Um, and I always love 2000 just because the undercard's so fire. They have a tables match with the Hardys and the Dudleys, they have the Rumble's crazy. Uh, Kai and Taiki's riding out, Takamishinoku like bust his mouth. (laughs) It has the too cool moment, yeah, the too cool moment, the rock and big show at the end, really great one, yeah. Um, O one is really good too. Although O one, mm-hmm. uh, I have a complaint about O one. I complained about this on Twitter, but for mm-hmm. you're not on Twitter, um, like I don't like the edit that currently exists on Peacock, and I don't know did they like destroy the master because uh, for whatever reason they took out Austin's music. Uh, mm-hmm. He had the disturbed theme at the time, and it's replaced with his, his more common theme. But the problem is, in wiping that theme out, they also wiped out the original crowd audio. So like Austin got this like really organic pop at that event. Yeah. Yeah, And like when you watch it on Peacock, it just sounds like just just generic crowd noise. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm like, you you ruin the uniqueness of that moment when Austin's music hits when it's five, four, three, two, one glass shatter. And it's like, it doesn't sound real. It doesn't sound authentic. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I was a really big fan of the 2001 rumble. So to me, it's just like not having that is is obnoxious um and i don't know why uh like there's other edits in the rumble too where there's this one moment and i don't remember where so pardon me but um i feel like there's a moment in the rumble where there's like this really awkward jump cut where like there's stuff happening in the ring and the screen just kind of like does this like 80s rotate um and then like it like jumps like five minutes and i'm not sure why the version on peacock which used to be on wwe network is not the original 2001 rumble. And it's not like it's a rights thing. It can't be a rights thing with Austin's music because it's literally everywhere else on the network. It's not like it's cut out of any other pay-per-views. It's not like it's cut off of raw or SmackDown, but just off of the old one rumble. I so feel wait, like it pauses and revolves around. Like, what do you mean? Like there's a moment in the rumble where something's happening. There's some action happening. And then there's just like the screen just kind of like does this rotation. And like, it's just jumped a couple of minutes and that's it. <laughs> so, like on a cartoon? Yeah, it, it's weird. But go watch it. I, I swear to you, this is a real thing in the 2001 Royal Rumble. I don't know why that show is edited. So, you know what I pictured immediately when you said that was the Drew Hill video with them just jumping in the air and it freeze framing. It went around. <laughs> Uh, uh, what video was that? That was uh, uh, I know uh, you, you're everything. Uh, remix, yeah, you right? are everything. Everything that is you. Is yeah, so... yeah. <laughs> I, I I couldn't remember the uh, the name of the song, but yeah, I remember that video because that was like right when the Matrix came out. Like everybody was trying to do that effect. Mm-hmm. It's Cisco jumping in the air, rotates. Because I mean, of course, Daddy, Cisco would do it. 
because uh, what Puff Daddy had the PE two thousand that same year. Oh, and- God. <laughs> that big dance that he does. Yeah, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Dun. Like yeah. TRL or so. I remember he made it like a big moment. He's like, "Yo, there's gonna be this video is gonna be huge." And then at one point, I'm gonna be getting off, and it's like, "Yo, relax, bro. You were okay doing all them damn '80s moves, bro. It's 2001 at this point, 2002, yeah. whatever year it was, yeah. you know." Mm-hmm. <laughs> all you suckers, lot. Yep. Um, anyway, I shout out to Drew Hill though, man. Yeah, they, they are R&B legends. No, did we lose the oh, we lose the dub? Damn, it's that damn wa- that damn hotel Wi-Fi. It's crazy out here. I can't believe what happened. Shout out to William Washington, who is back. Yes, uh, hotels, man. Hotels. All right. Yo, uh, it's a ho- tell the hotel it's an important on, one today. We, you can't be leaving yeah. back like that. All right, we got some more super chats though. We got uh, MJ Johnson says Seth was wilding last night. Uh, Van Twinblade says Crown Candy is a place in in the North City. Um, one pound BLT and shakes in those old school big ass metal cups. Okay. Ah, some treats. Gotcha. Uh, Jay Shell says uh, y'all think Tasha is taking that belt off Mickey? That'd be cool. I absolutely, I absolutely think Tasha's taking that belt. I love Tasha walking around with the Ultimate X still and talking trash. Love it. So good. It's perfect. Yeah, with the Ultimate X win and how they've been setting her up, how they've been positioning her, seems like the wind is coming, definitely. And Mickey, she wants to do this. You know, she wants to put some new talent over. She always wants to help, and, like, this is the perfect time for her. Uh, I will say I am at a point where I have impact successfully back in my life because uh, DirecTV jacked up the prices again on uh direct tv stream which is what i use for my cable service mm-hmm. um and to as a consolation to people who signed up for this service back when it launched at 29 dollars, and now they're like hey we jacked it up again it's now 90 dollars." Oh and God. uh so they're like okay we're at least going to give you unlimited dvr uh and that's that's a huge difference right because the dvr before only held like 20 hours and now it's unlimited so now I'm not picky about what I record. So I was like, you know what? Impact. It's time to put Impact back on the DVR. Not out Impact. They so, just had the Bullet Club just they shining out there, hey. out there a couple days ago. Yeah. Uh, let's see. John says, hey, guys, hope everyone is well. How great was the ladder match with Cody and Sammy? The cutter spot was one of the most amazing ladder spots I've seen. You know, I'm glad you brought that up because that brings us into Grapsity's today number five topic. Cody versus Sammy in a ladder match on Dynamite Beach Break this week. Um, And we saw the two of them go Mm one-on-one in what I didn't realize at the time until I looked it up. Actually, I didn't even have to look it up. I just went through my memory. But, um, (laughs) (laughs) like, yeah, I I didn't look that up. I can't pretend I did that. But Mm -hmm. this was the first time that AEW had a singles ladder match. They've had a lot of ladder matches over the years. They've had uh, they've had a couple of tag team ladder matches, or maybe just the one. But then they had the uh, they've had the casino ladder matches. They've mm-hmm. had the face of the revolution ladder match. But as far as a one on one ladder match, AEW hadn't done it yet, uh, and they did the first ever to determine the undisputed TNT champion 
This was the first match of Dynamite too, right? The first match of the first Dynamite also. Like there's a lot of yeah. history with Cody and Sammy and this was starting the show again and boy, let me tell you, they went for it. Now, I I I have to say, you know, a lot of people wondered uh what moving to TBS for AEW is going to be. And I and uh it kind of went underreported until now that it turned out it was going to be massive for them because nobody was talking about how much people watch Big Bang Theory in syndication. <laughs> they were yeah. in fact going little Big yeah. Bang Theory hangoff, which is huge because it's, know, Big Bang Theory is a giant show. No it matter how is. I had no idea that people were still watching it like that in syndication, right? But Me neither. But it is funny that AEW is now, like, they have an audience of millions of people who they can hook in those first couple of minutes. So like you see a crowd that could possibly cross over. Definitely. Yeah. If they're watching big bang theory. Yeah. And so you've seen over the last five weeks, how much the structure of dynamites kind of changed uh, since they moved to TBS. And that like, I feel like the biggest match they can put on now is absolutely first mm-hmm. uh, to hook those people. And then on top of that, they like, they shorten the theme song. The theme song is only 15 seconds now. Uh, <laughs> and um so like they jumped straight in and this week they were like you get no entrances you get nothing we are jumping straight in to cody versus sammy guevara so i thought this was hilarious cody didn't get his entrance and so he basically stood on a turnbuckle the whole time with his arms up grandstanding the whole time i was like cody is the best man He's like, I'm not about to just be standing in the ring. I'm leaving here with something. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, and uh, I thought they they delivered. I was, I I said on Twitter that I felt like the singles ladder match has kind of become a bit of a lost art because um, ladder matches are typically known for a lot of big spots, Um, and the the cool thing about the multi person ladder match is that you have the ability to just kind of go spot, 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 and kind of alternate people out. Whereas a singles ladder match requires a little bit more transition where you have to be able to, to do some crazy spots, but also have the, uh, the wrestlers um, kind of work them in and work them into the psychology of the match. And, I Cody's just, not gonna do spot 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 spot. Also. Right, <laughs> Cody Rhodes. Come on, yes. no way. He's gonna build build to every single big spot they have, and he did that. Yeah, I just I forgot. Like I said, it's been a lost art. I, I the one thing I did look up was when the last time WWE on the main roster had a singles ladder match, and it's been two years. Um, really? Yeah, it, they haven't had a singles ladder match since Andrade versus Rey Mysterio. Uh, wow. So thinking about wow. who was even in it is now in the other company. Um, wow. that's how long it's been since WWE's had a singles ladder match. So, like, singles ladder matches are kind of a lost art. Um, now, granted, they've had them in NXT, so I, I don't want to take away from that. But as far as main roster yeah. in front of a crowd, um, it's been a long time. Mm-hmm. And But, yeah, I thought these two came through. Yeah, the cutter spot is... Whew, I've now probably seen it a hundred times. Probably the coolest thing I've ever seen. Uh, Pretty insane. Yeah, it's like what, how, timing, both perfect. of them, everything went right as as perfect as you can get it. Beautiful looking cutter from the top. Sammy did a springboard from the ropes to the ladder to Cody. 
cut her all the way down. Just beautiful. I mean, Amazing. and then when you think about that spot, like every time I watch it, I think about how many things could have gone wrong with it mm-hmm. and didn't. So many things. Yeah, okay. like shout out to uh, Paul Turner, by the way, mm-hmm. who noticed as Cody was climbing the ladder that, hey, this ladder's wobbling a little bit. Right. And like the fact that he uh, reaches in and, and holds that ladder down. Right. Um, I mean, all the props in the world to to, to Paul Turner. Especially Honestly, after just saying my shout out to my homie. I hate that it had to be like this, but AJ Gray wiped out. Ooh, AJ, oh my God. GCW show Bro. off the ladder. You know what I mean? So it's like Bro. doing that and then saying <laughs> these guys do this. It's like, yo, you got to be careful out there, man. You got to be so careful. Man, I man, Cody Rhodes is very good at wrestling, guys. Um, <laughs> I know people want to hate him, but he's very good at wrestling. He um, is. If you yeah. watch that spot in slow mo and how he protected himself on that landing perfect. and then came up and sold it perfect, man, chef kiss. This guy's really, really good, guys. He and he doesn't do all of the you know spots and all of the flashy stuff, but he's just really good at timing. He's good at storytelling. And man, I know a lot of people don't want to admit it, but for the past two months, he's been putting on banger matches. Right. <laughs> and he is kind of like people, we say that he's not flashy, but like he does like flaming table spots and <laughs> he, he, he literally like, did. Yeah. He does, he's, he's on some wild shit. He's not just run of the mill. Cody, it, Cody knows what I think more than anything, what an AEW crowd is going to want because he mm-hmm. always, he knows exactly yeah. the points to hit. And when he hits them, they're big. And he did it here. This cutter spot's going to live on in infamy for yeah. the rest of AEW's existence. I mean, yeah, they're going to use that spot forever. To, as, yeah. as good as that looked, as uh, as clean as it looked, yeah. like there's no way. I hope uh, I hope they got some good cinematic camera angles of that because uh, I would use that forever. I would use it yeah. in the theme song, the the commercials, that little graphic they play right before the show starts where it says. Dynamite coming up next on TBS. The only thing I put in that now is the Cody Sammy cutter <laughs> spot and nothing right. else. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. It's going to be up there with Cody uh, doing a moonsault across the top of the cage. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's up there. Uh, yeah, and boy, speaking of high spots, Sammy, please be careful, man. Bro. <laughs> the way he hit that ladder looks so nasty. That's so nasty. He did like, oh my goodness, bro! Come on, you got to be careful out there. I wonder yeah, what they're expecting the ladder to break, or I don't know what was going on there, but that looked like it hurt. I mean, well, that yeah, you know, typically in those spots, you know, WWE uses um, they like to use those balsa wood ladders that that break, um, yeah. you know, and they just paint them silver, so at least it looks like you know you just bent a metal ladder. But um, at least <laughs> there's <can> do anything. <laughs> but like, you know, at least those letters have give. Right. But like in this case, that shit just he just bounced. <laughs> he just bounced hitting that swanton and uh, insanity that. But then to top it all off, you know, the, the way it ended, uh, of course, of. OK. Oh, there's a couple more things I want to talk about from this match. Um. There were some ladder tropes that were very much avoided. And I feel like this is one of the things where Cody is just smart about this kind of stuff. He thinks about it, and you can tell it bugs him when it's done. But this match did not have a slow climb ladder spot mm. without uh, damage having been done to the talent. You right. know, you, can just, you know, when a match will start and like somebody will start climbing slowly, but it's like, y'all just got out there. What the fuck mm-hmm. are you doing? Right. Well, you know, that's yeah. like my least favorite thing when I go back and watch 
uh, the Rock Triple H ladder match, which is still one of my favorite ladder matches, singles. Yeah. But yeah, when uh, Rock just like starts climbing slowly and it's like, why would you do that? Just like mm-hmm. run up yeah. there. Yeah, just run yeah. up there. Uh, but then like, you know, as the wrestlers have taken damage throughout the match, that's where the climb should get slower. And I felt like they were really smart about that in this match. They avoided it a lot. Um, I didn't really feel like there was a slow climb spot at any point. Uh, and the ending, of course, with Sammy going for the belts, Cody, like one last grasp at them, and Sammy just hits him with the belt uh, from the uh, with one of the belts that's hanging. Sammy grabs him. Your undisputed TNT champion is Sammy Guevara. Uh, yeah, though, this was a great way to open the show. I was, man, I thought that was an inventive finish too. I've never really right. seen anybody do that. Not when he did it, I was like, why has nobody ever thought to do that? Yeah. You know, big show and Cena did it in the money in the bank where he like banged. Um, but then where he started hitting him with the money in the bank briefcase. And then, uh, as Cena has told the money in the bank accidentally broke. So that was, that turned out to be how he retrieved the briefcase. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, and then uh, this was this match was really dope though. At one point, Cody hit the big crossroads off the yeah, two and Sammy took that really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like a, a little. I mean, Sammy is scary. I Sammy scares the hell ma- out of me. <laughs> watching this match, uh, Sammy Guevara gives me really big Paul London vibes. I was like, Sammy Guevara might be the new Paul London because every time they have <laughs> these matches, it's like Paul London's favorite the people's favorite champ for Paul London was please don't die. And that's how I feel for a, every time Sammy goes to do something. I'm like, yo, be careful out there, man. Be he's, careful. He walks the line so fine yeah. with all these spots. And I love it. It's great. It's great television. Yeah. This match was like, amazing. All these spots were crazy. They went for it. Yeah. Like this <laughs> reminded me like for sure of that, that Darby match where they were just going crazy in that match. I'm like, guys, please, please don't kill yourself in this match. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and let's read some of the uh, the super chats as far as all that is concerned. Um, let's see. Rich Lada says, uh, "Big Rich. shout out, my dudes. Uh, make Rich. sure y'all show up with backward jerseys on in the loop." I'm uh, saying, <laughs> Rich, hold it together around Jade. What yeah, could he possibly to. mean by that? Um, and we got Deontay says, uh, "Oh, look how we split the picture now." <laughs> um, <laughs> Says, yo, always good to see y'all. As usual, spreading love for the fam. And I changed oh, my pick so Reg knows and has proof I'm black. In all seriousness, y'all are the best thing of Saturdays. Oh, y'all man. be easy. Hey, man. Shut up, man. One of, the, one of our best commenters, man. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> from the beginning. Appreciate yeah. you, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ken says, uh, Reg Jess. But Cody showing up and winning would probably be more interesting than what it seems like they have in place for both Rumbles. Bro, I don't know. I mean, I am very interested in everything that's happening with the This the ain't no Jess. This is real. Cody, <laughs> Cody Rhodes is a free agent. <laughs> Give him the bag. Vince, Vincent Kennedy, man, just come on. We just need a moment. Imagine this moment, bro. Cody Rhodes, ding, ding, ding. He comes out with this red and white and blue fucking bullshit <laughs> he, gear. He's got to come out to his, his thing. Lit, I'm yeah. saying fires going off and everything. <laughs> triple, they shoot to a shot of Triple H at home, and he's pissed. He's just so mad at him. <laughs> and then it goes right back to Cody at the Royal Rumble. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. He walks to the ring, and then he throws everybody out of the ring, and he wins. It's as simple as that. Triple H just flipping over his table. Yeah, they just shoot the Triple H at home, and he just, oh motherfucker, he just throwing stuff, smashing things. Oh, <laughs> Come on, imagine that moment. It'd be great. Uh, 
man. Aiden says, uh, <laughs> love the show, guys. I look forward to it every week. But I really just want my name read on the same show as Jade Cargill. I mean, that's a flex. I I, I, I see you, Aiden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Carlos funny. says you can find Graps of D in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Air Force does. ones up. You both of y'all better have Air Force ones on right now. No, nope, I got. It's too cold I, for ones, bro. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> I, I made a mistake. I I brought my. Uh, I'm wearing my Chucks at the moment, oh, and I made bro. it. I know. And here's the thing. I made it halfway through the airport and I'm like, why did I do this? He's like, my toes are about to be cold. I got got on boots there. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, and Hannah's not in the room anymore. Although if you saw me look behind me, that's because she she did walk by. Mm. Um, But she's off having breakfast with uh, Sean Ross Sapp. But I will say I asked the rest. I will say I and props to SRS by the way. He got props from Cody. Co- Cody gave him his uh, his due on the Sean story. Ross, that Sean Ross story, I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> that uh, journalist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I asked the wrong person for advice because I was like, I, I DM'd Hannah and I'm like, hey, should I bring my boots? Because I feel like it's like boots weather and she's like nah you're good wrong you should have asked me yeah, don't don't, don't you why are you asking white get... people they don't get cold uh, <laughs> yeah. she probably got some crocs on right now <laughs> uh Crazy, so you hadn't landed yet so i'm like packing and i'm like okay what uh, what should i bring do i bring boots do i just bring my sneaks and i was like you know what i'll just i'll wear it. and these are like brand new chucks anyway um but I don't know. They about to crack in half out there. <laughs> Yo. Cold ass feet. Yeah. Jester Design says Impact is the real forbidden door and the place to be for women's wrestling. When it comes to women's wrestling, no one does it better than Impact Wrestling. Seriously. They, they are killing it with women's wrestling mm-hmm. right now. I, I'm happy to see them. You know, they've got some, some tour dates coming up. Uh, because really what I want to see for impact is, you know, I don't need to see the, you know, the AEW WWE type arenas, yeah. um, for them. I know that that's it's just not, not in, yeah. it's just not in the cards for them. Um, and that's fine. It doesn't have to be, but I do want to see them in some settings outside of, uh, what we see on TV yeah, what presented we see. every week. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We Definitely. need to get out of that, uh, set mm-hmm. there in cause it's yeah. very old. Um, it is, but yeah, I, I do really like what they're doing with the knockouts. Got yourself, Shaw coming Ooh. really excited about that. Cooking. And Tasha's about to win the, the women's championship. For sure. That's about to be, win that title. That's going to be so fire, man. She's going to be a great champion. <laughs> she can talk. She can go as we all can see. So like she has the total package, man. And like, this is going to be a big moment for her. She's been an impact busting her ass for a couple years now. She had the tag team with Tasha. No, she had the tag team with Kier Hogan, sorry. And they were fire and flavor. They were a great tag team, had a great run as impact women's tag champions. And she's worked hard to get to this moment. So for her to get to this and it's going to be with Mickey, like all the elements are there for her to just have a great moment. So this is dope. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we got, uh, Chris says, uh, Seth definitely made this match between him and Roman interesting. Glad I'll be there to see it live. I'm excited Amen. to see that one live too. I run, agree. Yeah. Run, run, run the tape. I told you. Yeah. Run the you tape. You know what the um speaking of which, uh I got off the plane and today, landed here in St. Louis, and there was another guy on the plane who was coming for the Royal Rumble. Um and 
I, I love talking to wrestling fans in uh, like just meeting random wrestling fans, just talking to them. And he and I walked through the airport and we talked pretty much about the rumble the whole way down and talked about a lot of things. Just talked about wrestling in general. Um, he's a big fan, but it was a reminder of something that we've talked about before. Not a whole lot on this show, but we've had private conversations about uh, and talking about the fact that how much um, Twitter does not represent mm-hmm. the general wrestling fan. Right. Because right. uh, the, the one thing was um, this was a uh, this was a black male because um, mm-hmm. that's you. I, I don't Department. know. Uh, yeah. Well, mainly because I don't I, I don't know. I can start conversations with random white people, but it's not as easy as starting conversations <laughs> with random black people. Okay. No, but no, no, I totally understand. I, I think you have to be black to understand that it's kind of a, a thing where we see each other. I can see a black person from like, like a mile away and we'll catch eye contact and they'll be like, yo, what's up? yeah you know yeah exactly and that's kind of how this was and so but we're walking but like to get the badu was like not on twitter at all he he even mentioned he's like oh yeah what's twitter Twitter? yeah (laughs) he was like uh he said i didn't use twitter in years he's like i'm mostly on instagram and tiktok i'm like okay um that makes sense um that's that's most people these days uh and i guess it was just interesting how uh you know we've talked about like the jay lethal stuff right and how Mm. um everybody on twitter was was you know, hey, we don't want to see Jay Lethal, but the moment he showed up in the arena and uh, was at Norfolk, Virginia, had that match with Sammy Guevara, crowd was all behind him. And it was a reminder of, you know, Twitter is a drop in the bucket. Uh, and um, just some of the things that he was talking about, it just reminded me that, um, you know, he, he was he's excited for this event, but he's also like, he, he was telling me he's a big AEW fan and uh, like big AEW fan. Had no idea about the Tony Khan tweet. Not like really any idea. Like that oh, wow. did not make it outside of Twitter circles. Like it is really, really interesting. Really. Um, wow. So, uh, so I just I thought it was all interesting, and uh, just I had a good conversation with him. Um, and by the end, it just gave me kind of a vibe of like uh, a lot of this it, is some bullshit. Well, a lot of the conversations that take place, like normal people just aren't having um and he it, uh, he was just telling me how much he's looking forward to the rumble and how he can't wait to go to his first AEW show because he's like you know i love AEW storylines and the AEW has some of my favorite wrestlers but uh he's like i had to go to the rumble can't miss the rumble um and uh basically saying this show's trash and but, it, like, but he, well, he, well he was saying the thing he's he's he was like the thing i'm flying in for is uh, he was like, I want to see Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. That's what I'm here for. That's what That's I flew in for. Uh, and he was like, I've been waiting on this match for 17 years since 2005. Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. That's the match I wanted to see. He was like, I wanted to see it when Brock showed up. Uh, or when Bobby first showed up. He was like, all I could think about is can't wait till Brock comes back. And he's like, who knew that Brock wasn't going to come back for however many years. <laughs> but, yeah. man, but Super excited for that match, man. Yeah. I'm That's, super happy awesome for Bobby. Story. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was it was all really interesting. Um, I want to read a couple more super chats. That match, oh my god, I keep forgetting that match is happening today. I interviewed Bobby Lashley, and he all he he's wanted this match like this. When they talk about it on TV, when they do these video packages, when they do this, all real, all one hundred percent real. Every interview he does where he talks about Brock Lesnar, this is real. He wants this match so Ooh. bad. He's been counting down on Twitter 
to the minutes. He's like, in this many minutes, in this many hours, like he wants it so bad. This is yeah, such I mean, a he, great he was, thing for him. He talked about it when he was at Impact, right? Like he mm-hmm. he mentioned he that wants this match. He, he wanted never, this match. Yeah, uh, shot away I'm from happy him. for him for sure, man. And mm-hmm. by the way, that video package they put out this week for Bobby was fire. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. 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 I. Uh, well, I, we'll talk about it when we get to yeah. the Rumble topic. Yeah. Um, but uh, we have Carlos says, I saw people on my feed who have nothing to do with wrestling uh, sharing that cutter and talking about how nuts of a spot it was. Um, cool. Yeah, yeah I, I sent it to a friend of mine who stopped watching wrestling in like 2004. Uh, but, wow. you know, his favorite act in pro wrestling ever was the Hardys. And, uh, you know, he was a big like TLC guy and you know we watched WrestleMania 17 together and uh so I sent it to him just as a like hey remember that spot in WrestleMania 17 with the uh Edge spearing Jeff off the ladder and I was like I think there's a spot that's up there and he was like oh my god that was like incredible um let's see he Orion Ben says uh Cody Sammy reminded me of Triple H words after the first takeover before wrestlemania i told you go out and have fun not steal the damn show how are we following that i mean hey honestly that's what AEW enough, does come on brian danielson is in the first match all the time that's i mean just how they do the so, show so is adam cole yeah so and, adam and look cole. man we're in big bang theory era now i think this is what we can <laughs> call this era. Theory era. Shoot it, yeah. Yeah. i mean honestly you want to hook fans you want to hook people who could potentially be watching for the first time right you gotta they do need it first. To look, look, you gotta I go on first. Bring that. But as soon as Big Bang there, as soon as Sheldon's like Bazinga and the show's over, as soon as we, it switches over, it'd be like <laughs> ding, 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 and the match would be going. I'm telling you, like, let's go. As soon as it switches over, ding, ding, ding. You know all these wrestlers already. Let's go. It's on fire. It's zero <laughs> to 100 right after the last Bazinga. So that's how AEW sells, right? Like, AEW's approach is hook people with wrestling. And we've seen mm-hmm. it works, right? Like, um, We've seen that you we you've seen the quarter hour uh, that Brandon Thurston publishes for these for this particular match, and uh, you saw that they grew throughout the match. So like it is, uh, and then the same thing happened with the the hour long Brian and uh, Hangman, right? Like mm-hmm. it grew throughout, and so AEW has an approach of hook people with wrestling. You know, WWE's approach isn't quite that. WWE's no. approach, and, and it's not to say that there's a wrong way to do it, because um, it, it's, it's the way that <laughs> WWE does it. <laughs> I mean, look, I, I, I know y'all like, going to the show today and y'all got to be liberal. I don't. WWE, that's just trash. They're probably going to squash Bobby Lashley in 13 seconds. They're going to have Ronda, Ronda Rousey's 1,000% winning this thing. Please, like I said on Twitter, everybody hoping for this great Bianca Belair, Naomi moments. Stop hey, hoping that, hey, that's, be that's disappointed why tonight. That's why I posted the uh, the Dolby Menace clip. The give up hope. I'm Dreams saying. are for suckers. Mm-hmm. Oh. Give it up. Turn them off. <laughs> turn them off. <laughs> turn them off. <laughs> turn off the lights. I said turn them off. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Bam says, awesome interviewing goddess Jade Cargill. Oh, who's doing that? That's crazy. I haven't um, interviewed Jade Cargill. Not yeah. Me. Uh, Juan says, uh, Reds shows violence today with the Cody booking. That's just normal, man. Cody Rhodes, come on. It, if it happens, it's gonna be fire. Uh, did you see Cody's IG? I haven't yet. Uh, so this is gonna be, uh, I guess, breaking to me on the show. So let's uh, open up um, the American Nightmare 
Uh, no, what is this? It's American Nightmare Cody, right? All right. Uh, 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 what? Always welcoming me home. <laughs> Cody's funny. Just... I see that he like with the Twitter. The Twitter's still attached to the Twitter's now attached to AEW community outreach. Mm-hmm. But like after the ladder match, he was just like tweeting. He was like retweeting as if it's just Cody Rhodes. So like everybody being like, <laughs> great ladder match, Cody. Great this and great this is just all those retweets. But it's coming from that. It says AEW community outreach. So it's just really funny to see. Yeah. That. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, that's how the um, the the AEW album uh, got announced, right? Mm-hmm. It was it was announced from the community outreach account, but the uh, the handle on that is still Cody Rhodes, right? right. So like that got announced, <laughs> and <laughs> come on, man. people were just Make like, say, uh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> "Come on, <laughs> oh man, so uh, funny." So Hannah, who is somewhere in the vicinity um in this hotel building um said fashion over function i agree except when it comes to crocs because those are just for function (laughs) those are not for fashion stop it uh let's see it's all somebody said will looks intimidating from this angle look i mean it's i I could try to get like at my normal angle because normally my camera shoots more nah, don't be laying on. down. That's but, gonna be weird. Jay pops right? on and you're <laughs> laying down. She's like, "What kind of a show is this?" Bro? <laughs> <laughs> Two brothers in a hotel yeah. room. One of them's laying down. <laughs> Two brothers. <laughs> Man, we got room keys. Yeah. <laughs> Emmanuel says in St. Louis, and I'm ready for tonight. This is the first year I have no idea who is going to win either Rumble. Thank you guys for all that you do. Appreciate uh, you. Like, says, we talked about Mickey. She's going to be in the mm-hmm. Rumble too. There's so mm-hmm. many crazy elements going on. Today. There is. Uh, I. Do you know what though? Hearing hardcore country on WWE television is going to be That's something. That's crazy. That is yeah. going to blow my mind. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I say that. She better come I, out with that title too, man. She has to. It has to be the whole thing. <laughs> but I swear to you, the first time I remember, I was at uh, a Raw in 2008, and it was before he had debuted on TV. But our uh, truth um, comes out. And of course, uh, for people who aren't aware, because you may be younger, may not have been watching back then, R Truth's music, of course, is What's Up. Um, he brought that music from Impact. He had that music in TNA. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's not even like he redid it for WWE. I mean, he brought the actual song. Like, like it's it's remastered, but it's the same vocals. He used What's Up in uh, TNA. And so that's crazy. Has there been any? I, there's no wrestler in history that has just crossed over me- a theme song all the way, 100, percent no changes. I know, yeah. And he that's history. Uh, and so I remember I was at this show, and our truth works a dark match, and that music hits, and I fucking lost it, right? And like uh, I was with my friend um, with Theron Reynolds, and we're sitting there, and of course we watched Impact, so he's coming out and doing the people over there. What's up? If you feel me, stand up and say, what's up? What's up? And me and T are like, what's up? But nobody Mm -hmm. else knew that song, right? Mm Because nobody else was watching TNA. And they're like, what's wrong with you people? What's up? Like, this is... This is what, what's wrong with you people? What's like, up? Yo, no, he's saying, what's up? What's up, you guys? What but is yeah. up? <laughs> <laughs> like, this is what Ryan Killings does. Man. And uh, so, yeah, I remember it blew my mind, though. And now 
we're going to hear hardcore country on WWE television. That's going to be something. Hey, man. Full circle, bro. Yeah. Myron says, Impact killing it with women as always, but they got to improve their weak world title picture. Yes, they did. The world title picture is not the best. I agree. (laughs) Get get that title on my man Chris Bay, man. Come on. Right. Yeah. I don't want to. I'm not interested in Moose and W. Mm -hmm. Morrissey. I'm just not really. (laughs) Max says, kind of hoping that train stops working in Brooklyn due to the storm so I can stay home and watch Royal Rumble tonight live instead of at 5 a.m. tomorrow. The hey, elements, the elements might help you out. The elements <laughs> have been going ra- crazy this week. So Fingers crossed for you, Mac. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's move on to the next topic because this one's a head-scratcher. Uh, it's been reported that Big E is possibly back on SmackDown. Uh, so, we let and I think possibly out. because if... This is true. I don't like being negative about much of anything. But like... I'm here to do it. What the <laughs> fuck like, happened well, here? Biggie? He Okay, what was this rain? Please just like explain everything that happened here to me. Because it seemed like this was just like a nice little pat on the back for Biggie being in the WWE working, busting his ass for so long, but he got the championship and he lost almost every match, lost his belt in some bullshit match that he wasn't even supposed to be in with Brock Lesnar, but Brock Lesnar won. So we're all like, oh, we're going to fucking let it play out. Let it play out. Our favorite fucking thing to say. There is no plan out. They sent him back to the show he was on. Now he's back with the New Day, even though they were saying every interview that he did including the interview with me he was saying if it goes back this is not a a knock on the new day if i go back to the new day that's a fucking downgrade he said that in every interview that he did so now look at him here on smackdown back with the new day downgraded never to see the wwe championship again what's what's the other wwe WWE champion that they put straight back in the tag team champion in the tag team division yeah so that's my my concern here is that if this is now I'm hoping I'm wrong. I'm hoping that hey, I get surprised and he like wins the Royal Rumble still. Um, but I would be. I would, I, be so I would love to still see that, but like, God, this is ringing so similar to Kofi, it right? Looks so similar. it looks I similar. Mean, Losing to Brock Lesnar and then immediately going back into the new day with like it hasn't even been a month. That's the thing. I'm like, what happened here? So he yeah. lost the championship, and like so, my 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 boy Matt Galloway, my former co-host, pointed out. Um, he said he said it on Twitter. He's like, "Did you notice the way that Big E was pinned by Brock Lesnar, and they immediately go to the Brock Lesnar Bobby Lashley stare down?" He was like, "That's not a coincidence." He said, that was them telling you Big E is not involved here anymore. He beat and Kofi it, Kingston in nine seconds, and then he immediately had a stare off with Kane Velasquez. It was the right same. That, the I match. said that that night. It was right so crazy. after the match. I said that that night that it was like they moved straight to the next feud. And when mm-hmm. I said that, people were like, well, you don't know what's going on. I was like, they told you what the next feud is. They didn't yeah. make it seem like Big E was getting a rematch. They didn't show his reaction outside. That reaction of him sitting next to the ring, That's that a was a candid shot. picture that yeah. we saw. Like, they didn't show that on TV? Nope. Um, yeah, it just it scares me, man. I mean, yes, Woods is hurt, but it also bothered me that he won King of the Ring and he was still doing tag matches. Like, he's King of the Ring. Give him an IC title match. Give him a world title feud. Well, Give him uh, something. More so, he won the King of the Ring and then, like, you did not have to put him in that match with Roman. 
in no, any way, shape, or form. No, you didn't have to no. do that. You let Roman embarrass him too. It's Roman like, stepped on his crown like they were just clowning him. Like, what right, and, and I love, and, and it's not that I don't want to see the New Day together. The New Day is like my all-time favorite act. I love yeah, the New Day as a group. Um, but like, I want to see their individual success, and uh, I want to see it sustained in a way that, right. like, um, in a way that best example i can use because it's not like wwe is isn't familiar with this concept but look at evolution evolution was a group evolution was a solid group and everybody can still look back historically at evolution and feel pleased at what they got out of it as a group but also what they were really good at was making sure that these guys all found their success individually and at no point did you ever feel like uh okay randy orton yeah he had his little championship run now it's time to go back uh oh batista he has a little championship run now it's time to go back instead it was like when they reunited even in 2007 they did a reunion three years later it was like look at all these guys now now they're all at the same level now these guys have all elevated to the next level and then when they reunited again in 2014 it was like this is not the same evolution that you saw 10 years ago this is uh, these guys are made. These are all stars. These are all legends. Bosses. Yeah, these are all a bunch of bosses. It's a good way to look at it, right? They've shown that they know how to do this. And like for me, it's not that I need to see the New Day break up. I don't need to see that. But what uh, I could see them remaining intact forever. But what I would have liked to have seen with Kofi, with Big E, is more of a these guys all grew as individuals and still remained loyal to each other that's how i would have done it and uh and it's like they did flashes of that kofi became wwe champion but then as soon as he was done they were like all right now you're back to the new day Mm -hmm. um doing what you were doing before Mm -hmm. um big e became wwe champion and i thought at the very least keeping him on a separate brand would mean that he's still tied to the new day but he's going to get to do uh more as a singles competitor and show his evolution as a performer and so when he comes back to the new day it's like Hey, this is a different Biggie. We got superstar made Biggie. Right. Same with Xavier Woods winning King of the Ring. And maybe uh, it's weird that oddly enough, Xavier ha- has the best chance of getting to do that now. But I'm yeah. just. And I mean, we should be fair. Um, how much of him coming back to SmackDown is because Woods is hurt? Maybe he might not have came back to SmackDown if Woods didn't get hurt. But at the same time, I just want them to be consistent. If you give all of these other wrestlers the kind of runs where if they're done getting this one reign, they eventually get a rematch. Do that for the boys too, man. Give mm-hmm. that give that same energy to um, Big E and Kofi. If winning King of the Ring did what it did for guys like Brock Lesnar and Stone Cold, why isn't it doing the same thing for Woods? Right. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yep, easy as that. It's crazy out here. I can't believe it. Yeah. I can't and believe so, it. And so the, the concern I, I have here... actually. The I concern... Mean, yeah. that, that I mostly have with him moving to SmackDown is mainly just centered around the fact that uh, he lost the title. He didn't get any type of rematch claim to anything and is just on the other brand now. And like, and, and I, you know, I had to think about that, right? Because um, uh, Paul Griffin had asked me yesterday, he was like, wait, is Biggie back on SmackDown before SmackDown had aired? And I was like, nah, they're just doing something for the Rumble. And mm-hmm. then, uh, of course, Kayla Braxton interviews him and Kay- Kayla Braxton says uh 
how do you feel with uh, Big E officially being back on SmackDown? And I'm like, ooh, WWE scripts every single word these people say. And that was sounded like deliberate wording. Yep. Let me hope that's wrong. And then they tweeted out Big E officially back on the blue brand. And I thought, oh, man. And then um, not only does this happen, then we have to see him wrestle fucking Madcap Moss on top of it. So. <laughs> and this is what he was doing when he left SmackDown. Yeah, exactly. and the, the stuff with Corbin? Awful. You remember stealing the money in the bank? This is all the stuff he was doing before. Awful. Like, you li- you really took him backwards. It's awful. I feel bad for Baron Corbin. Sounds wild. But they always, anytime they have him in a feud, it's like the feud's going to be nine whole months. And they're going to be, you're going to be wrestling every show. It's like they burn his feuds to the ground. To every time the ground. Um, so, yeah, I wanted to, to take a couple more. Oh, somebody's got an alarm here in... Uh, here at this uh, in the hotel, my bad, y'all. Uh, and so we're gonna get I to a new entrance was coming in the Royal Rumble. Who is it? <laughs> 10, 9, 8. Yes, is on. uh, and so uh, we're gonna take a couple of more questions and then um, we we have a special guest we're gonna be getting to here shortly. Um, uh, but uh, Orion Ben says, uh, said it earlier on Twitter. Uh, hashtag Grapsity called it E buried for no reason. Like I don't like to use I don't like to throw the word buried around. Yeah. So I'm not gonna say that just yet. Uh, but we've got Dante says evolution was also coincidentally a mystery. It was a mystery. Full of change that no one sees. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's see what else we got here. That's- evolution. <laughs> Oh man, that song takes me back to high school. I'm saying things were weird. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Will, yeah. Went, Will went all the way back. He connected all the way. He was like, Wait yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, waiting an absolute second. Oh, yeah. We got to get your guys' rumble picks before we get into this. Who do you guys have winning the men's and the women's Royal Rumble tonight? Hmm. Um, man, I really feel like my prediction is Kevin Owens to win the men's Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. Um, for the women, if Ronda's choice. in it, if Ronda's in it, I think Ronda's winning. Um, if Ronda's not in it, I really think Naomi's winning. Just the way that she won on Thursday and certain other stuff they set up, I could see Naomi winning. I liked it. Will Washington. Um. If Ronda's in it, she's winning for sure. That's just a given. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't see a scenario where they don't try to address what uh, the controversy of the ending of WrestleMania 35. Yep. Um, I just don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, no way they wouldn't. Yeah, especially considering Becky's champ now. Right. Um, and then as far as the men's is concerned, um, like my gut says Roman Reigns mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> wins it. Uh, I would like to see kind of an outside guy win it. Like, hey, if we're doing Seth Rollins win the Universal title, uh, Kevin Owens. Yeah, Kevin Owens cool. makes Kevin Owens makes the most sense to me. Um, mm-hmm. If not Kevin Owens, I think AJ also makes sense. But I, I mm-hmm. think AJ is going to feud with Edge at WrestleMania. That's mm-hmm. my guess. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think 
of same thing. If Ronda Rousey's in this, she's winning. If Ronda Rousey's not in this, I'm going to go with Alexa Bliss. They just love giving accolades to Alexa Bliss, and I feel like winning Dora Rumble would be another one for her, so that's always in the running. Um, on the men's side, it's it's kind of up in the air. They have a couple of options of things that they could do. They'll probably go with the boring option. I said on Twitter that I think Roman's going to lose his belt in the beginning of the night and then win the match at the end of the night to set up the match with Brock Lesnar. Like, they have to give. They ha- and, and again, they like accolades and like Roman saying that he run the Royal Rumble. They just love to say that. Double R, Roman Reigns, Royal Rumble, Righteous Reg. There's all these R's and stuff going on. So Double R. That's just what it is. But uh, yeah, no, hopefully I think the same of uh, like a hope. Like I even... I, you guys said uh, Kevin Owens. That's even not really a big surprise because he's been with the WWE for a while. He's not like it's not like like I'm talking about somebody like uh, Angel Garza or something like something <laughs> way off of, something like we that, would never that would expect. Be. But like if they give it to a guy that like has already had 20 World Championship matches, it's like all right, cool. Yeah. All right, well you know what I'm done talking about all of that for right now. All right. I just am because we got to move forward. Folks, we have a special guest joining us right now here on Grapsity. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us right now, she is undefeated in AEW competition. She is on January 5th made history, becoming the first ever T. TBS champion, and she is now currently the reigning and defending TBS champion, ladies and gentlemen, Miss Jade Cargill. How are you guys oh, doing? Wow. I-, I wanted to say I'm the first TBS champ. Let's get that shit. Wow, <laughs> yes. First. Right, well, come on. Nobody You're right. That from me. <laughs> Nobody will take that from me. Jade Cargill. Jade Cargill, thank you for being here on Grapsity. So happy to have you here. So excited. Thanks for having me. Um, so, I, uh, first off, you're the first ever TBS champion. You won the tournament, um, started back in October, um, and you uh, made your way through uh, some some of AEW's toughest opponents that, uh, that got you where you are now. You could be Thunder Rosa. Yes. Red you Velvet. You be Red Red Velvet. And then, yeah, to end it off, you be Ruby Solo. Yes, yes. How babyface, man. Because <laughs> 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 that's what they do. Like, they need to hate me. I just, I need the hate. I need the hate. Pour all the hate on me. I need it. <laughs> I, I saw you on Twitter. Oh, Will Washington dropped out. Home yeah. game, Jade Cargill. Well, thank you for joining us today. Very oh, wow. <laughs> well, Washington is back. Yeah, I'm yeah. back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm Hotel back. Hotel Wi-Fi. Hotel yeah. Wi-Fi. Evan St. Louis right now. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we have the first ever TBS champion, Jade. You know, with every match, people have been saying on Twitter that you have been improving tremendously with every single match, every single show that you've done. I want to first give out a couple of shout outs to a couple of people that have helped you train. So tell us a little bit about the people that help you up top because they have been doing some tremendous things. Well, QT Marshall at the Nightmare Factory, he is a tremendous help. He helps me with my timing. He helps me with, because there's a lot of dead points in between spots, obviously. And Mm -hmm. that comes with reps. And being that I've been literally baptized by fire, 
Right. Um, <laughs> I mean, matches with Shaq. <laughs> yeah, seriously. He's the one that actually sits there and he talks me through things. You watch my matches. I literally take something from every one of my matches. I didn't work on the independent circuit. I didn't go to a school for about two, three years to be groomed before I was on TV. Like when I say I was baptized by fire, I literally was. So he's one of my trainers that helps me to stay calm and collective in the ring. Being that I'm a previous athlete, I'm used to being in front of people and performing. That's easy. Um, Mm -hmm. It comes from the heart and just being able to stay in the moment because prior to this, being an athlete, you know, I came in, I was like very cocky, very like, mm-hmm. you know, this is this, I can do this. But we like that too. Don't stop doing that. <laughs> but the moves are like not even, I mean, the moves are like 15% of everything. Mm-hmm. You have to breathe. You have to be in the moment. If anything happens, you have to listen to the audience. It's, it's a lot. There's a lot of layers in wrestling that I'm learning. And Another person that helps me out is Dustin Rhodes. He is yes. a tremendous trainer too. He's over mm-hmm. at AEW. Obviously, these people come. These people come from years of experience. Right. And lately, I've been working with Brian Danielson. So, this is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh my oh. goodness gracious, yeah, right. great balls of fire. I, I'm 10 months in and I'm working with the like legends, Crazy. legends. Like I am Goat. forever floored, I am humble. Um, I am grateful to work for these people that come with so much recognition and have put and contribute so much to the community of wrestling. So I'm, I'm thankful, I'm ready. I have the best coaches out here. I'm 10 months in, so the sky's the limit, baby. I wanted to ask you, because thinking about um, this first year and just been the first year, you know, there's uh, you came in at an interesting time because you came in at a time where there were no fans um, in the building. uh, The uh, everything was taping at Daly's place. Um, You had the wrestlers surrounding the ring to give you a little bit of that. But um, talk to me about how uh, how that has compared for you, that you got to come in um, to Daly's place with uh, no fans and then making that transition halfway through the year to being in the arenas, getting to be traveling the country all of a sudden and uh, and performing in front of the fans? So I wouldn't say my first match, we actually had capacity. So we had mm. fans in the first match. Um, for me to be totally honest, performing in front of my peers probably is more nerve wracking than performing in front of an audience full of thousands and thousands of people. Being that I am new, wrestlers know what to look for. Mm-hmm. Fans know what to look for as well, but my peers know what to look for more so thoroughly than a fan. Right. So 
when I'm in front of thousands and thousands of people, it feels like home. When we're at dark in Orlando tapings, I feel like I can hear a, peer, a, a pin drop and I sit back and I, I'm like, is something something here? What's going on? Mm. But when I'm in front of thousands and thousands of people, I feel at home. I feel comfortable. I feel in my element. I'm used to that being an athlete. Um, I feel like I can just take it to the top notch with my character. Um, I love it. I love full audience. It's when the audience are like hundreds of people that I'm probably like, okay, all right, like here, pin drop, what's going on? Because I'm still testing out what works and what doesn't work. Mm. Being that, like I said, I wasn't on the independent circuit. I don't, I don't have, I don't have the opportunity to see what works. I have to, everything has to work right now for me. I'm on national TV. Everything has to work. Um, and if it doesn't, like I said, I take it to the back. I talk to my coaches. I talk to people who want to see me do great. And I move forth and I figure out what can I do with, with whatever just happened. So it's, it's a difference. It's a difference, but I've always performed in front of an audience. I think smaller audience, if anything, make me feel some type of way. Bigger audience. I love it. I feel like I'm embodying my, my character and I just love it better than a smaller audience. Let's just say that. <laughs> Uh, well, one of the things I also wanted to to talk to you about was just a week ago uh, in Washington, D.C., uh, you got to make a little bit of history because uh, off the top of my head, five black women in the history of pro wrestling have gone on last main eventing a live television show, period. And those five, five those five, and it has been... Sasha Banks, Naomi, yeah. Bianca Belair, Red Velvet, and now Jade Cargill. Uh, talk to me about um, that match with Anna Jay, the main event of Rampage live in Washington, D.C. last week. So we didn't know <clears throat> until maybe early afternoon that we were main eventing. Main eventing. I think I seen it on social media, and I thought it was a joke at first. So... <laughs> I sat back and I'm like, yeah, right. So I didn't believe it. I wrote QT and he said, yeah, you guys are main eventing. And which, you know, I'm like, all right, let's go. Like, I'm excited. But, you know, it's a lot of pressure. Like, Mox is on the show. Like, Mox yeah. is on the show. You know, like, this is a big deal. This is a comeback match. So for him to, to not main event, we had to put on a show and we had to deliver. Anna is probably maybe less than a year ahead of me. You know, so mm -hmm. being that we both have less than 100 matches under our belt, we had to deliver. And we were more than anything, we were hungry and we wanted to show people that we could do this and that mm -hmm. we're proud to be main event. And at the end of the day, we're representing this company individually, but it's a reflection on the women's division entirely. Mm -hmm. So we were ready to deliver. We were there to show people that we're here. And we were there to to show people what is up. Like <laughs> I was excited. I, I was I was in the moment more than anything. I felt comfortable. I love what we were doing. The crowd was into us. I was watching in the back, looking at the crowd. They were feeling things that were going on. I was like, they're gonna love me. I don't care. I love. It. And if the crowd doesn't, <laughs> <Hey. laughs> I want them to hate me. I, right. I talk to the crowd. That's the difference. I talk to the crowd. I want to mm -hmm. see expressions in the crowd. I love working with the crowd. So even if they weren't all riled up, I was like, I got it. 
That's fine. That's fine. Like I look for that one fan that's probably talking hella crap, and I just pinpoint on them the whole time. I don't know if you just took my math class, man. Yes, <laughs> we definitely saw that. Um, they cut yeah. it, man. <laughs> man, I, I was sitting there talking to this fan for like. 10 seconds like I was like wait 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 we're not gonna do this you lucky I'm on TV right now so I can't say what I want to say and we were just going back and forth to like I don't like even in the entrance I kept on turning back and talking to him and telling him to suck it like get away with this and just because i'm on camera i can't say what i want to say but i'm gonna say enough to get your mm. attention and at the end like he was like good stuff and i just flicked him off and i was like no you want to start something you started something and i right. went right back up the room. if i could have I- had another seconds with him i would have did that so but i love the- like that because it puts me that much more in the moment and it makes me get it it, it fuels me it fuels me it's like okay that's great. Keep talking crap. That's fine. Bring it. Bring it. I, I like when people tell me I can't. I like when people tell me, just try to put me down because all my life I prove people wrong. And I love it. I've always had, I've always been the underdog. I've always had a chip on my shoulder and I love competition and I yeah. want to like, get better. So that's what I'm here for. Um, I mean, you got, like I said, I'm 10 months in. You guys are going to see some real movements within the next hey man. Man. years. I, I do feel like that led to that iconic picture of you coming down a ramp and giving that guy with the sign the middle finger. Um, just that same energy. And I mean, yeah. man, look great. Came on our show with the shirt on. Like, it feels like the confetti's still on the shirt, man. Come on, man. Got the championship belt. <laughs> That's great. That brings us into, into uh, our next thing. Um, you're the TBS champion. You said you've been thrown in right into the fire. We've seen 26 matches all. We've seen every one of your matches pretty much. How has the transition been from being brand new in the industry to being a champion, the world champion, defending your belt in essentially open challenges, it looks like? How has the transition been to being a champion? You look great. So, like, how has it been to being it? Um, I would say I'm still fairly new. Like, let's be real, 26 matches compared to my peers who've done 100 plus matches who've done this years and years and years. I'm still new. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't take I don't take criticism when people tell me I'm green. That's fine. That's great for somebody that's Mm -hmm. so green and doing what I'm doing and put in the position I'm like put in. That's like, thank you. That's fine. And I'm being compared to people who've been doing this for for so many years, like. I don't take it. I am. I'm green like money. I bring the money into the <laughs> house. Like, regardless, if somebody is watching TV at 10 o'clock at night, just flipping through the channels, let's be real. If they see my fine ass, they're going to stop. <laughs> hey, <laughs> talk it. Hey. Talk your shit. <laughs> the facts are the facts. You know what they're going to do? They're going to see my handle on Instagram. After every one of my matches, my followers go up every single time whether that's you looking at how fine i am whether that's you seeing me kill it on the map whether what it is i'm bringing in the money like it's fine like mm-hmm. even if people talk crap about me good or bad that's publicity thank you keep bringing it that's fine keep me trending Facts. i could care less but i'm fairly new like mm-hmm. i'm still new i'm still learning on the job 
every match there's something new in my match that I've never I never knew before. Like my first time using a chair ever. I took that back. Now I know what to do. If I ever have a chair in my hand from here on out, I know what to do from here on out. Wow. So I've been putting some some rough and tough situations, but I thank Tony Khan for having the trust and belief in me because a lot of people wouldn't. And mm. at the end of the day, people are going to crap on me regardless because I am new and because right. I came literally out of nowhere. So that's fine. And I bring mm. on the hate. But... um. I'm still new. Guys, talk to me when I ask you again. <laughs> <laughs> so, we can like rekindle this conversation and we can talk about how I feel then because I mean, I'm just running through girls left and right. I mean, I want, if you guys have anybody from the independent circuit that you think that I should be challenging next. Let's go. I, man. I'm all competition. Have Trust. you ever heard of Trisha Dora, Miss J Cargill? <laughs> She has been at AEW Dark Tapings, I believe. So, <laughs> I see her I, in a magazine, I believe. So, bring her on. I'm, I I'm think here. she'd be a great opponent for you. Or Willow Nightingale's also an I incredible talent. That yeah, come on. Such a nice girl. I bring her on too. Bring her on to that bubbly spirit. I'll bust that bubble too. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm down for the competition. I'm down to get better. I'm. That's what I'm here for. Hey, that's. For to compete, Jay. I want to ask you, as uh, as Grapsy's resident belt guy, um, (laughs) because I have to know. This is just my opinion. Yes. But between you and Britt Baker, you got the better looking belt right now. She kind of does. Look how big that thing is, right? (laughs) That thing clean. I'm, I'm there with you. I'm there with you. I love my belt. Like, we get along fine. Like, everybody was talking crap. I'm like, man, this belt loves me. Look at this belt. Like, I want both belts if I could. And maybe the Whoa, other hey. But, like, listen, this belt is built just for me. Look how big it is. I'm a big woman. Like, it's a big belt. Like, the other belt might look like, you know, a yep. tiny sh- Definitely oh. China vibes with the big belt. <laughs> the big belt. Yeah, go for it, Will. Oh, yeah, my bad. Um, so, of course, we talked about year one, which, like mm-hmm. I said, it's crazy that this is year one, that uh, you have completed the first year of AEW, and barely even I that, because... Wait, I haven't even completed it yet. It it completes March third. That's my first match. Ah, yeah, that's true. Uh, it was the go home to Revolution, um, yeah. the Crossroads. Uh, I think was what that show was called. Um, but yeah, we're almost at the completion of year one, and you're already walking away a champion. What do you see for year two? It's a lot, man. I didn't hear what you said because I was like, give. I was glowing. <laughs> 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 Like, it, which the fans voted, so they can mm-hmm. pay me that one, right? Right? Okay. <laughs> yeah. and, so, uh, so. I was just wondering, what do you see for year two? Um, Just getting better. Just getting better, getting my footing. Um, Maybe ending my matches even more earlier than what they are. You know, <laughs> um, because uh, time is money. So, Thanks. Uh, just getting warm, getting, I feel like now I'm getting more comfortable in the ring. I don't know if you noticed that more so in my matches lately, 
But um, I'm just starting to embody it. And I know holding a belt is a privilege. So for me to have this privilege, I have to step it up. I have to step it up. And I know I have to step it up. And that's what I plan on doing. And with every match, I just want to get better and better and better. And I want my opponents to get better and better and better and have more knowledge and more wisdom and more experience. Like, I'm just right now trying to get the experience in the ring. Year two, I'm going to go for the world title. Oh, let's go. That's what we want. We want some Mm -hmm. great storylines. We want some great feuds. You know, I want to have this open challenge. And whoever wants to come and get that ass beat, I'm down for that as well. So year two is going to be another. I'm only getting better. Right. So let's be real. Year two is a year of Jade. Let's see how this goes. Right. So I I, I think it was AEW unrestricting you on. And you were saying that you're not a top rope person. And but you'd be willing to try it. And that was one of the things I noticed in the title match when you won, you did go to do the top rope and then you were like, now nah, let's maybe slide down to the middle rope on this first one. <laughs> yeah. Um uh, it, do you like is that something else you're gonna try to add to your repertoire later? I can do it now. I can do it. <laughs> hey. No, hey. no, seriously, I can do front flips, I can do all that stuff. I can do all that stuff, but for somebody in my stature and my size. Right now, it just not it doesn't make sense for me to to unload people with that right now. It makes no right. sense to go out there, break my back when I'm like scrapping girls in like two three minutes. <laughs> so with pay per view match, like that's when I unload all these tools that I have. There's no point. Like I'm hella athletic, but. Yeah. What's the point of me hitting a, a, a flip on somebody or jumping off the top rope on a girl that's like five foot, you know? Like, right. there's really no point. Right. So when it's time, you guys will see all that top rope stuff. I've been doing the top rope stuff. I can do all that stuff. It's just the time and place to do it. Right. Jay, so there's, a, there's something looming over your head. There's an entity. You've it's been like- in a little, bit of, a little bit of a Twitter beef with an entity. Brandy Rhodes wants that belt, I think. I think Brandy Rhodes really wants that belt. You just seen that this morning. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Brandy Rhodes has a lot to say about Jade Cargill. We saw a little bit of your guys' back and forth. If you watched a little bit of Rose to the Top, you guys yeah. have been in you guys have been in a little bit of things. How has what role has Brandy played, first of all, getting you to where you're at? And second of all, what's about to happen here? So very sensitive subject because how she came at me um, like throughout my debut Mm -hmm. that wasn't respectable at all I didn't like it at all but she came at me hot as fire that's fine Mm -hmm. and I don't know if you noticed but I had a microphone in my hand the whole time she was talking yeah and the whole time in my mind as she was talking I was like bitch I will grab But I'm gonna let you have your moment right now. You got it. Got it. You got mm-hmm. it. Gonna do this. You got it. And then she popped up pregnant. Right. So, with that being said, now that I have my opportunity and she's locked and loaded and ready to go, and there's no excuses, like I'm ready for this match. I'm mm-hmm. ready. One thing I know is Brandy is excellent on the microphone, and yep. if we get that opportunity to exchange words, like I'm down because I'm passionate about this match that we can have. I'm mm-hmm. super passionate about it. I know she is too. Um, this was her match that she was supposed to complete before getting pregnant. So 
I think honestly that was the best for her because I would have squished her too in like two minutes. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, this, this works out because Brandy has improved a lot well, since Brandy, coming back. Yeah, since coming I, I back from care. having I a baby. I, I, don't, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> You know, I, I, I want to take it to a little bit of a, a bit of a personal topic um, that I wanted to ask you about um, because I have a 10 year old daughter yes. and she is of the belief that Jay Cargill is like a real life superhero. She loves Jay Cargill so much. I am sorry that I am in St. Louis right now because I would have grabbed her in the room just to be like, she's here. Say hi. Uh, but talking about that and just thinking about the idea of what your presence on TV has meant to, um, to a little girl. I know you've had your daughter at ringside now for a couple of your big matches. She was there to see you walk away with the crown and she was there in Washington DC to see you retain the crown. Uh, what has it been like having your daughter at ringside, seeing these moments transpire and what is it like, seeing other little girls look up to you as a as a star and you know what's funny is i'm getting a phone call from my daughter right now but please go ahead and answer that question um it's amazing my daughter has been here for me from day one the first day i got in the ring my daughter was on the outside and her stroller just watching she was a little frightful at first um because she's watching her mom get beat up by these grown men so in practice, she at first didn't like it. She right now is like a wrestling fanatic. She loves it. She she wants to get in the ring. I'm like, no, 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 no. You can't. <laughs> um, but I want her to know everything I'm doing is for her. Being that we're on the road all the time and being that, you know, I have to dedicate a lot of my time towards what I'm doing right now because I'm taking it so serious. This is this is right now what I want to do. I'm very, I'm very in tune with wrestling right now. And again, I'm learning. I haven't been here as long as everybody else. So I have to, my focus has to be on a whole nother level than everybody else's right now. Um, so any, anytime I can involve my daughter with anything I'm doing, I do it because I want her to know this is what I'm doing for you. I also want her to see that this is the floor to her foundation. She can do any and everything she wants to do as long as she puts her mind to it and she works hard for it. Um, as far as other little black girls and, and just other little girls in general, like I didn't come from the best background. 
you know i worked hard to be where i'm at regardless to how i look i wear the shattered glass for example to show people like i break mirrors because i'm more than just a face like i work hard for everything i'm doing i'm breaking glass ceilings that's why i always wear the glass patterns because it's personal to me i didn't just pick some gear just to pick some gear i wanted something that meant something to me and not just me but my family i am thankful for my family because it's tough with me being on the road and not being there for my daughters. Mothers usually are home with their kids and taking care of the house. So now a lot of roles are reversed. My spouse stays at home with my daughter a lot. He's a retired uh, major league baseball player. So he's at home. I'm very thankful for him. My daughter understands, you know, she doesn't want me to leave half the time on the road every week. Um, so me just involving her, it's just a little small token that I can do for her to let her know I'm doing it for her. Um, I want little girls to see what I'm doing, where I've been to, like I said, they can do whatever they want. I want them to be proud and say, you know, I'm a representation of a black women. I'm a strong black woman. And I want them to see that and know that they can do this too. And they can be way better than me. I'm just starting. And, you know, obviously I have so much room to learn and to grow and to be, but I want these girls to be that much more better than me. The women who paved the way for me, you know, I'm thankful for these people because then I can get ahead in certain things. And now the next generation can get ahead in certain things. That's what I'm here for. That's why I'm just a stepping stone for the next generation to see what they can do in this life and that they can. I mean, look, we look at the president we just had. You can do whatever you want mm -hmm. in this life, you know, yeah. like you can do anything. If she wants to be a wrestler, you know, I'm a. I'm like, oh, about it. But I'll be <laughs> right there with the sign, like, let's go, baby girl. Let's right. do it. Um, if she wants to play tennis, which I hope she plays, I'll be there embodying that as well and, and telling her, let's go, let's go, let's go. Um, it, it, you know, I looked up to China growing up, but I didn't, I looked up to jazz growing up. I looked mm -hmm. up to a lot of women like that growing up, and it was not that many of us. Mm -hmm. So I feel like when we're putting prominent um, positions, I want to help that person regardless to what company they're in. Like I'm cheering for you. Like right. I'm cheering for you because I want us all to win. And in regards, if you like me or not, like be happy that one of us is chosen. Straight be freaking up. happy. Be freaking <laughs> thankful. Like mm -hmm. be thankful. Like we're, we already have so much against us. We have mm -hmm. so much against us. And, and like <laughs> this sport is not, it's, it's not set up for a, a lot of people. Like it's not, and you have to be mentally strong, you know, but at least, at least be thankful and at least be supportive and understand the positions that we're put in and, and, and go all out. Like I said, I don't care what company you're, I don't care what you do, but I'm going to cheer for you. And I'm going to, I'm going to say, Hey, I love what you're doing. You're representing for us and put on, that's me. That's the type of person I am. And if you don't like me, that's fine. Do your thing. But like, then don't say nothing at all. Right. Don't say hey. it at all. Like negative stuff gets more praised than positive stuff these days. And people just want to see you fail and they want to see you fall into all these rabbit holes. Mm -hmm. Like I, it, it's what you do this situation. I'm in a position where I have to be careful about what I say, right? what I do. I have a daughter. I have a daughter that everything is on the internet now and I don't want her to be 14 and looking at stuff where she's embarrassed to look at. Everything I put out, I'm very careful. And I just want her to know that I'm doing it for her because she's going to be the best thing ever. And I know what, regardless of what she does, regardless, I'm going to be proud of my daughter and I'm going to make sure she has all the tools to be successful in life.
That's great. So you talked a little bit. I, my least favorite term in the world is the forbidden door. I hate it so much. But you talked a little bit about that. Um, there's another black woman. She's great. She's amazing. She's perfect along the same lines as Me? Jay Cargill. Me? Yeah? Okay. Along the same lines as <laughs> Jade Cargill. Her name is Bianca Belair. Bianca Belair versus Jade Cargill would be a super... I can't even put words together to describe this match. Money, most importantly. Money. Man. How would you feel about facing off with the great Bianca Belair? It will be great, being that Mark Henry has been the one to find both of us. Right. Mark it, Henry. Right. It'll be freaking phenomenal. Um, I mean, if that ever happens, I'll be first to sign up. I don't know what will <laughs> happen, obviously, with everything right. politically that goes on with wrestling. Mm -hmm. Um but I would, I would love it to have another strong woman, another strong black woman in the ring with me. That's what, that's what I'm here for. I'm here to make money matches and dream matches where kids, little black girls, can look at these matches and be like, you know, like, damn, like this is crazy, like this is crazy. I feel like a match like that. I feel like that would be a match for the culture. That would definitely be a match for the culture. <laughs> Say the least. <laughs> that would be a match for the culture because I'm sure she would put on a show like she always does. And mm -hmm. I know I will put on a show. Always. So, I mean, it. I would love it. I would love it. I can't say much more about it, but, hey, it's something that I would love to do. Well, Jade, I appreciate you taking the time to be with us here today on Grapsity. Uh, we... Pretty much since Grab City launched, have all been just the biggest Jade fans and supporters. You talk about haters, you're not going to find them on this show. I'm literally wearing a Jade Cargill shirt. Storm is coming right here under my hoodie. Like, uh, this is <laughs> like, we, we, we're just big fans. And, and we, we have love some things coming uh, attached to Jade Cargill. Can't say a lot about it, but. Uh... Just know, Righteous Reg. Uh, yeah, that's it. I can't say a lot okay, about okay, more okay, about okay. that. So <laughs> things are coming. Things are happening. Thank Jay, you so that was a much. Jay, Jay. Jay. Hey, and, and there'll be announcements coming up real, real yeah, soon yeah. about yeah. Uh, about some, some great music coming up. I'm TZ also. But yeah, thank you so much, Jade, for being a part of Grapsity and being right here on Grapsity. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, again, it is the TBS champion. Undefeated TV. Undefeated. <laughs> 26 and yes. 0. Yes. Jade Cargill. Thank you for being here, Jade. We appreciate you. And tell your daughter, keep supporting it. And thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for being here. No problem. You guys have a great day. <laughs> you as well. All right. Ah, we had Jade Cargill right here on the show. Wow. Hey. It's crazy <laughs> out here. I don't even. Yeah. Jay was getting them bars off, bro. She was yeah. going for it. <laughs> getting them bars I off if y'all hate. She's amazing. She that that character that that character is really her, as you can see. Like, yes, she's really TBS. She's really all that. <laughs> hey, I want to read a couple of the super chats. Uh, it says wow. shout out to a true queen of storm, Jay TBS Cargill. Trial by fire, hateful keyboard warriors, having a family. Uh, the uh, the regiment of being a wrestler, I think that's what they meant. Um, shit. I doubt I could handle a third of that. Huge respect and keep living your life. Man, and not just that. I mean, she is a black business owner. A Sam. She has a master's in psychology. Like, Sam. she she's out here, man. She's busy. Physical mm -hmm. trainer. She just, oh yeah. my God, she has so yeah. much. She's everything. 
Um, let's see. Graham B said, uh, every Saturday feels like the rumble with Grapsity. Thank you, Graham. Uh, and uh, Matthew says, if Cody is at the rumble and you want a moment, he should come out of Stardust. What I didn't is see the star- you guys, stop with the Stardust thing. <laughs> no. That's over. We don't want this it. is Cody we Rhodes now. Yeah. If, if Cody Rhodes did go back to WWE Crazy Pipe Dream, Stardust would not, they wouldn't even, an S would, they wouldn't even say S words around Cody Rhodes. Yeah. <laughs> Cody Rhodes, that traumatized him. You think they would bring him back to trauma? That sounds crazy. Yeah, uh, we got a couple more. Uh, thank you. Uh, I love me some Sova. SOVA. Uh, great interview. Take my money. Uh, and Ferthausen says, best show ever. Thank that you. That was really fun, man. Yeah. Shit, and you know. notice that was our <laughs> notice it said number one, Jay Cargill. We can't count here on the show. We actually move things in some certain order. <laughs> you know, numbers and shit. Yep. Yeah, um, but couple more topics we wanted to talk about here um, because one of them was a big topic throughout the week. It was Adam Cole versus Orange Cassidy lights out match, unsanctioned match. Um, I hate to say I told you so, but last week uh, I said that Orange <laughs> Cassidy was going to win that match and people were going to be big mad. I believe that was my exact word. We're big mad. And right then, into your little trap. <laughs> people were big mad. Uh, the Adam Cole supporters, uh, Adam Cole fans, uh, not even fans, because they hate him now, right? They're, they're right. like, uh, yeah. Adam Cole is done. He His career yeah, is washed. I don't know if you can call them fans anymore. Yeah. They, they switched. He'll never recover from this. Blah, blah, blah. Look, man. First off, <laughs> predictable. Uh, predictable in a number of ways. Orange Cassidy was going to win that match. Orange Cassidy had to win that match. That man had come up short at every single turn in this feud with Adam it Cole. Was special. Yeah. <laughs> the feud, he had been feuding with Adam Cole now for eight weeks. And in those eight weeks, he never got over on Cole. The most best mm-hmm. friends got over was when, um, I guess twice, with Trent having pinned Bobby Fish and Trent right. pinned Nick Jackson. But right. for the most part... Orange Cassidy had that was been, Trent. <laughs> yeah, Orange Cassidy had been getting kicked in the balls, and uh, he took the the BTE trigger. He he was coming up short. He got pinned. Mm-hmm. Like he had to win at some point. Now there is, of course, as I mentioned last week, a contingency of people who don't like Orange Cassidy or the indie type gimmicks like. Orange Cassidy. Even like 90% of the, the, the AEW roster pretty Although, much at this point. I don't consider him that anymore considering he hasn't been on the indies for three years. And I don't know if you've been to an AEW show, but when kids, when I see kids and like my daughter was one of them, my daughter uh, at the, at Road Rager, um, there's a shot during Orange Cassidy and uh, Chris Statlander's entrance when they faced uh, Butcher and Bunny that they zoom in on a little girl dressed like Orange Cassidy. That's my kid. Mm. Kids Love Orange Cassidy. Yes. And so, like, I don't even see him as, like, an indie gimmick any longer no. because he's been at this now. He's been on TV for years. This is somebody who wins. This is somebody who beat Chris Jericho at uh, – he beat him twice, by the way. This is somebody who, I think, in case people forgot, AEW has had a number of time limit draws. Um, they've had Brian and Kenny – They've had Hangman and Kenny, or Hangman and Brian, I mean. They had uh, Cody and Darby. Uh, and one that people kind of forget about, Cody versus Orange Cassidy was a time limit draw. That's right. Um, that Orange Cassidy had one. It was one, two, and eh, 
and Orange mm-hmm. Cassidy had Cody beat for the TNT title, time limit expired. Right. right. Point being, Orange Cassidy is not somebody that hasn't been taken so seriously, I know is a word that would get picked apart because I'll be like, but he has a comedy gimmick. Mm-hmm. But he is somebody who has been seen as a threat. So him facing Adam Cole and, and, and being seen as on Adam Cole's level, to me, isn't weird. This is somebody who has been like this since AEW, uh, since AEW's inception. Right. Right. He, so. Man. He's not a guy on IWTV anymore. He's got mainstream yeah. appeal at this point. Like mm-hmm. when you've got kids cosplaying as you, you're over at the live crowds. Oh, you're right. getting mentioned on Zarface Records. Like mm-hmm. he's got mainstream appeal now. He's he's a star. He's one of the top baby top, faces in the he's company. A top guy, top guy in AEW for sure. It's like he's crossed the, that level, that indie guy level that doesn't exist anymore. He's an AEW guy, if anything. He is, and like. I mean, I don't know if you've ever been on AEW's YouTube account, but you look at, if you uh, go popular uploads, number one upload is the Orange Cassidy video. It's like 23 million views. And yep. I want to say, like, of the top 20 videos on AEW's YouTube, Orange Cassidy's like... Yep. Yeah, uh, For agree. sure. If if you sort him, like, he's in the, he's in the top um, viewed matches. Like, mm-hmm. the idea that people think that Orange Cassidy is just still some Code for the guy. Wi-Fi <laughs> so they can talk about a timeline. <laughs> uh, show me pictures of their friends. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, best, the best punch ever. Like, <laughs> that was the best punch ever. Uh, but yeah, so this match, of course, like I said, I saw it last week. Uh, you just looked at the match happening. And I was like, let's see. Unsanctioned match. Cole is probably going to be facing Paige at Revolution. It's unsanctioned. So this basically puts Cassidy in a position to win, but it not affect Cole's win-loss record. So yeah, then, therefore... Said unsanctioned, the, the writing was on the wall. Yeah, I was like, okay. Cole getting pinned to the match. Ca- yeah, Cassidy wins, but or Cole... to the boards for this, yeah. uh, this case. <laughs> and it's not even like out of the norm for AEW to have done this, right? Because... Right. They had Britt Baker win the uh, or lose to Thunder Rosa, mm-hmm. but at the very next pay per view, she was the challenger for the title because she didn't have the loss matter. on her record. Yeah, right. didn't matter. Either way, um, I had fun with the match. Like I didn't think it was as good as the ladder match in the beginning, mm-hmm. mainly because the ladder match was the ladder match, and right. I but think the Big Bang Theory effect makes a lot of Big Bang Theory. Now, yeah, yeah, now we're in a place where. You want the match that's going to get the most eyes on first now. Right. Uh, so, ooh, is Pumpkin MJF going to open? Hmm. I would. Maybe. <laughs> so, <laughs> you got to start, you gotta start uh, AEW in Chicago with CM Punk, I would think. So. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. but either way, people Phil's were mad the about. the road, man. Are you going to be there? <laughs> I, I might have to pull up, man. I don't know, man. Um, there was a lot of anger over this one, though. And, uh, I, I wanted to talk about this for a couple of reasons. Phil brought up just the best point. Uh, and I almost don't want to steal it from him. I, I, I need him to say it. But uh, I will give you the setup. I will tee it up for you, and you can knock it down. But there is a point people have been making a lot where they say, you know, Adam Cole came in around the same time as Brian Danielson and CM Punk. But... You know, he doesn't feel like he's on the same level as Brian Danielson and CM Punk. Yeah, guys. 
He's neither of those guys. He ain't Punk or or Brian. And I love Adam Cole, but Punk Punk is up here somewhere. His star power is different. Brian is one of is the greatest wrestler in the world. Like he's, it's just not the same. Um, And I do think that to even say that he is taking a downgrade as a star, guys, he main evented that show. Um, He comes out and he gets the loudest pop in most of the shows that he's on. Um, he's not treated like any less of a star, but to compare, his show. But to compare him to, to <laughs> Punk, who came in straight away and got millions of views on his debut, no, it's different. We watched we watch Cole on backstage when Punk debuted tell, tell everybody that he's a Punk fan. That's the difference here. Like, no, he's not going to be treated like Punk because Punk is Punk. Like, come on now. <laughs> I mean, we still have to acknowledge the fact that Cole... And this isn't the downplay Cole. Cole is about to main event revolution. Cole yeah. is, as, as Reg just said, Rampage is kind of his show. Like, mm-hmm. the fact that I feel like he's had the most Rampage matches and, like, he opens the show, they bring him out, crowd does the boom. Like, you know yeah. he is somebody who is going to energize a crowd when he comes out. At the same time, this is also the guy who, he jumped from NXT. He didn't come over from having main event at WrestleMania like mm-hmm. Brian. He, right. he wasn't a guy who was... Uh, a CM Punk level star and had, you know, arenas chanting his name when he left. Like, Brian and Punk are exceptional guys. Punk's on another, I, Brian I, I, like, isn't even on Punk's level for talking about levels. You know? I mean, yes. there, there's Punk absolutely. Is, we're we're Punk talking is somewhere else, man. We're talking about one guy who has headlined WrestleMania twice, mm-hmm. and you're talking about he hasn't come in on that level because he's right. not on that level. What are we talking about? <laughs> um, and I mean, and that's not a knock at Cole, but he's no. just not. And I mean, I thought it said it all when um, Kyle was on Talk Is Jericho, I think, and he was saying, you know, when he was watching it from afar, you know, one of the big benefits of coming there and seeing how Bobby and Cole are treated, and they are coming out to essentially a takeover crowd every week. That's right. the difference in what he was doing on NXT. And mm-hmm. I think people are missing that. That makes a lot of sense, too. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I feel like uh, like I get it. Uh, I can see, at least from a practical standpoint, mm-hmm. that essentially I personally wouldn't want to see my number one contender lose going into a pay-per-view. Right. That part I can agree with. Mm-hmm. But if you are down on simply who he lost to, that's crazy. AEW is not even the show for you at that point. Um, I, like, <laughs> exactly. I, I, Seriously, that's that's what I'm going to say. That if mm-hmm. your issue isn't that he lost, period, but that he lost to Orange Cassidy. Mm-hmm. Again, Orange Cassidy is going to be around a long time. Like Orange, speaking think, of people hating Orange Cassidy, another person in this match, kind of along the same lines, that just debuted. Hey, the old Danhausen got Dan from Housen. under the ring. I think people are going to feel exactly the same way that they feel about Orange Cassidy about Danhausen. Now that all run, they're all going to be connecting these things, so it's going to be a lot. Now that all depends because. Orange Cassidy was a guy that when AEW first launched, he generated a lot of laughs, right? Mm-hmm. But I think it was honestly the match with Pac that like changed a lot of the perception and narrative around Orange Cassidy. That all of a sudden it was like, oh, wait a minute. This isn't just like a gimmick. This isn't just something for laughs. That when it's bell time, he goes. And so I don't um, know if Dan like, the same. I don't know if Dan Housen has yeah. that. I, right. hope that I, hope so. I hope that's the case. Um, but that's could, not really his shtick. Like even when like in his matches, he doesn't get like pumped up to the super mm-hmm. intense wrestler guy. He like goes comedy 
one, full, full but, hundred, 100, you know? But so did yeah. Orange Cassidy in a lot of ways. Like, you know, I, I, I saw Orange Cassidy at a number of indie shows where, um, and granted, yeah, Orange Cassidy was also performing as, um, as Fire Ant back in uh, Chikara as well. But either way, <laughs> Orange Cassidy had the, uh, he had been performing, you know, at a, at a comedy level uh, mm. at indie shows. Anytime I saw him, he got all the laughs, right? But really, like I said, it was when it came time to turn it on, he turned it on. And I feel like that got people to come around on Orange Cassidy a lot. I wonder if, and I want to commend this particular match for that fact, that Orange Cassidy, the first thing he did was he broke the sunglasses and he... That's his character. I I get that people don't get the humor because I've seen people tweet this several Mm -hmm. times. I don't get the joke. His entire character is he is unmotivated. When he right. gets out there, he does the little kicks. It's because he's unmotivated. But when he is motivated, he puts on banger matches. That's his whole character. And, right. but, and I liked that in this particular story, he was not in the mood for sloth style stuff at all. Like that was like the moment the bell rang. He like, it's a fight. Yeah, it was a mm-hmm. fight, and he was in intense mode. I actually mm-hmm. liked it. But yeah, as far as Danhausen is concerned, I don't know. Um, I know yeah. there are people who are concerned, and but you know what? He got a reaction and almost, almost a million views already. On yeah, and he's not going to be main eventing Rampage. Like he's not going to be like the guy. Just like yeah. there's a place for everybody in these things, man. And Dan he's Hel- over, man. Like every time PWI, every time Fightful, like the comments are filled with Danhausen fans. Like where's Danhausen? We're like he mm-hmm. has a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of fans. More than guys that have been signed before him have. Like he he has a nice little space in the wrestling scene that is going to benefit from being an AEW. It's going to benefit everybody. So if you don't get it, it's not really for you to get. I see that a lot this week. Like I don't get it. Like every, you don't have to get every single thing that happens on wrestling shows. There's a lot of stuff that I don't get that I don't like, but like, it's not for me. I just wait till the thing that I like happens. And, 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 and AEW is, is particularly that, right? Because right. AEW is not necessarily a show where things in the show really string together. Mm-hmm. Um, that it is a, a segment-based show where, like, you, you see a segment, you see a segment, you see a segment, you see a segment. And they don't necessarily all string together, in right. a sense. So it's like, it is almost the, the ultimate variety show in the fact that you are going to see some things you may like, mm-hmm. some things you don't. Um, or you may like everything you see. Yo, or you may when the gun, everything you when the gun club comes out, I'm out. I'm O U T. I'm I'm zoned. I'm checked out. You, you don't check and in I for their, love, their theme music. No, their theme way. music is actually dope. Honestly. And I love AEW, but I'm ch- I can't. I don't. I can't. I don't like when they did that finishing thing last night on Rampage with the Jurassic Express. I was like, oh god, we have to see the gun club uh-huh. in a match. Of, oh, I'll say this though, because I tweeted it last night. Uh, I think Jurassic Express is low-key having a great tag they title are. run. And the way they're doing it is just tag defenses. Just, it's just like, Because I think they're going to have... Because sh- my theory is that they're going to have a fairly short run. I think mm-hmm. they may even lose it a revolution. The competition is just... There's too many great tag teams in AEW, honestly. Which is but if they, are gonna, if they are going to lose at revolution, then for now... Just give them a banger title run. And the way you do that is just defense after defense after defense after defense. Where well, it's like, Washington, okay. who are they going to lose to is the question. There's options, right? Because you could There's go so with, many options. You go I, powerful. 
Mm-hmm. I want it to be the acclaimed, honestly. The acclaimed, the acclaimed has been working right. pretty hard. Yeah, they've been yeah, working pretty hard. They got options, and there are places Red they Dragons can go. Dragons there now. Red, they have yeah. they have so many. Uh, so I don't know, but uh, I will say that because, like, also they kind of reinvigorated FTR over the last six months. Yeah, like, they did. There are places. Yep. They, yeah. This, it's it's tough out there in the tag <laughs> it's division. Tough, right, but Private like I party, said, de- uh, top flight. Yeah, I'll say Darius is going to come back soon for Top Flight. Like, yo. So what I want to see Jurassic crazy. Express continue to do is just continue to run through the uh, the list of mm. uh, run through the top five. Just keep um, doing keep this on the top Rampage. Five. Yeah, keep doing it. Yeah. Dynamite Rampage. Just keep mm-hmm. doing the title defenses until it's time to lose them. Uh, and I think even if it's a sh- probably the shortest run of the tag titles that have that's ever been had, at the very least. Jurassic Express could be remembered as a team that held the belts and just banged through opponents. And uh, I like it so far already because I thought the match with uh, the Dark Order was great. I thought Private Party, I got to see traces of the Private Party that I fell in love with three years ago. I was was really um, surprised how excited I was to see the Red Rope again. And them come out and they had a great match. Look, I think Private Party is essentially going to turn face at some point. They have and to. they're going to be a great mm-hmm. um, face tag team champions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They uh, planted anyway, seeds a long time ago when they beat the Young Bucks. Like, those seeds are still planted for them to excel yeah. with. So, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Hey, let's read some Super Chats again. Monique says, can't believe you guys got to interview the president of TBS, King Shit. I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> says, that interview, smiling in awe, crying, been a Jade fan since I started watching AEW. You, Grapsity, bring the stars The out. Humper Chats. Have we seen the Humper Chats? That's the thing. They're, they're probably stacked. I don't know. How uh, no, I, can't, I can't get to the Humper Chats here at my hotel. I am so sorry uh, mm. about the, the Humper Chats. Um we're gonna and have to do another not, Rhapsody. I know. I feel like I feel like we could, uh, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Julian says, first super chat ever. This is for the inspirational Jade. Love what you guys are doing here." Uh, oh, Joel saying he sent you a DM with the doc. Oh, Joel Pearl from Cool. Pearl. Um, you know Pearl. what? Yeah, so that just just shut off my my camera. Um, trying to pull <laughs> those in up. the wonky the Wi Fi hotel Wi Fi. No, it's because I'm using my I, I'm doing the show off my iPad, right? So it's I can't because do... of the the arches they fuck. I heard yeah. the arches the St. Louis arches they fuck with Wi Fi. But no, I, I did. Something you're right though. Some about the thing going up. Or okay, something. so I have to pull these up on my mobile, uh, and we will. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Will's new show, Dad, because he is a dad, and sometimes his dad things come out. Yeah, right so <laughs> yeah, I, I will be hosting Day After yes. Dynamite, Dad. Uh, mm-hmm. But let's open this. Um, we are going to uh, Joel. I just requested access because you didn't give me access to it. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> so as soon as I have that access, I will open up the the Humper we'll chat. Run through those. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Adrian says, if you end up in a gimmick match against the best friends, it's game over. That is a, that's a big point to bring up. Anytime there's a gimmick match, best friends are going to win it. That's their specialty. Uh, but they have had some great gimmick matches, man. They have. They have. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, really great uh, to see Trent back, too, because he just looks awesome and he's cool. Best Trent. friends, we didn't talk about them as the tag team, too. That's another tag team. They are, Even they within are their little y- unit, they could have two or three little tag teams, so. Mm-hmm. It's dude, the tag team division. I, I was saying a couple of weeks ago on Twitter that it might be time to have a tag team tournament. With yeah, all these tag it's teams definitely time. It's stacked. 
Alexander says, Gun has grown on me. Uh, they're still geeks, but they've gotten better at implementing their characters in the story of their matches. Still green, though. Um, I, did, I didn't want to see Billy Gunn in 1998, and I don't want to see him in 2022. <laughs> God, this is Billy. Yeah, <laughs> like, the rock this was is, so this is Bob, but my name's Billy. <laughs> it doesn't matter yes. what your name is. He oh my God! There, okay, that was so messed up. The Rock just destroyed. He didn't have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Derek is right here. All I'm gonna say is that Andrade Darby oh, segment was yeah. gold. Andrade is like, look, man, Andrade not understanding that Darby doesn't work for Sting <laughs> is the funniest like, goddamn shit. That, <laughs> <laughs> like. Like, I thought it was already hilarious with the Tony Schiavone segment where, uh, you know, he's like, you know, where is his, the little boy who works for Sting? And he's like, <laughs> hilarious. He's like, he's like, he doesn't work for Sting. And he's like, how you know? Uh, like, <laughs> <laughs> so good. So good. How do you know? We I, don't know. Like, I have had so much. That segment last night of Darby basically giving the, like, big impassioned response of, like, I lived in my car. You know, uh, and I'm not scared of guys like you. And Andrade just like, okay, this isn't working. We need to find your yeah. boss. Yeah, like, he's like, boss? I need to talk to the real boss here. No, <laughs> yeah, this, that was this is like, you can see, um, you don't need any subtitles. You don't need a translator. You no. don't need anything. Just let Andrade, all he needs is like three sentences and he's going to knock it out of the park. Honestly, like, exactly I, what he's I thought somebody had that promo with Cody. That was where I mm -hmm. first noticed. I was like, you know what? Keep it short and sweet, and I think Andrade actually delivers on the mic. And I think this Darby oh. stuff, because uh, I think it's clear he's probably going to face Darby at yeah. um, at Revolution. Mm -hmm. That's going to be a dope match, by the way. Uh, I I'm here for it. Where's um, your boss? That's so funny, yeah. though, man. He was just clowning. <laughs> so I, I do have Humper Chats. Humper uh, chat. We've Humper got chat. Re Wrestle Voice. It says, donation is just for you guys being real for the culture. You guys share how you grind, you support our culture, and just not draw from it conveniently. Uh, you are what we as a culture need to be for each other. Y'all keep eating, and I will hey, be man. there supporting. I really appreciate that, bro. Yeah, I really appreciate that. that, too. And and um, Today was guess, really for the culture. Jade Cargill, like this Jade was Cargill. Like, yo, come on, man. Uh, and, I was, and you know what? Shout out to Chris Mueller, uh, the doctor. Shout out to Chris, yeah. Chris uh, actually set that interview up. Mm -hmm. um and uh did that just really uh he didn't have to do that and he did that for us and hey, i really man. appreciate that chris mueller uh bleach report hey man you guys might not know this i don't know if i told this story on this podcast but i wouldn't be at bleach report if it was not for chris so you know i am all the time saying eternally grateful to chris he's he's done us so many solids appreciate that yeah. shout out to chris no, man crazy. he's, uh, he's to helping chris. the grab city boys out hugely we um, Dennis Dirty Work says people need to deprogram themselves uh, um, of the mainstream idea that comedy characters are jokes in and of themselves. Yes. Big yes. differences between the ways WWE and AEW present character and ring work. Love the show, guys. Big love. Um, but there's the thing. Like Kenny, like their like champion it. does comedy. Like Kenny Omega, well, the former champion, Kenny Omega does comedy wrestling. Like their main guys their top guys do comedy and it's not presented as their big dorks it's present i mean right. people think they're big dorks when they do it I but mean, they're not presenting yeah, I, it as their big dorks doing i it. i just don't like the selectiveness of it because right when you really boil it down to what mankind because the new day is doing yeah. comedy like uh, what's I mean, you know look, let's yeah. even keep it current though rk bro 
Arcade um, like, Rum. This like, is a comedy act. Yeah, it's a comedy act. We just act. had a fucking uh, spelling bee. On, yeah. Like, come so, on. Yeah, you know, I mean... Like, I mean, when you look at The Rock, what The Rock is known for, he's known for the catchphrase and all the stuff. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a comedy act. His yeah. hottest moments as yeah. as heel Hollywood rock that people love, it's a comedy um, act. They got the laughs. <laughs> hey, so yeah. I even just a lot my... of what Stone Cold did, a lot of what John Cena did, like a lot of this was comedy. The Thugonomic stuff, it's the same it's thing. Comedy. It's meant mm-hmm. to be comedy. Mm-hmm. So last couple of things because I just happened to catch my battery percentage and it oh, just shit. hit me with the the, the ten. So, I'll read a couple Dang. more things. Uh, Irene says, Comedy acts like OC and Danhausen make some fans feel ashamed of watching and betrayed because AEW is supposed to be serious wrestling for them. I don't remember they them ever saying that, by the way. No, no yeah. wrestling is serious, guys. No, That's the thing nothing. here. No wrestling, wrestling is serious. <laughs> it's wrestling. It's two, and at the end of the day, it's two people in their underwear fighting in a ring so. with a, in the middle of a big thing. <sighs> Come on. Ryan says, uh, just want to say you guys rule. I had... You on while I shoveled snow, and you provided needed entertainment. Big stars get big interviews. Thank you so much, Ryan. That's what some would say. Kyrian, Kyrian says, why are you so crazy? Uh, Andrade killed me with that. Uh, and uh, Math, uh, Matthew says, um, I'll codify my pitch. Uh, he comes out at Stardust, <laughs> then dramatically washes it off with the sink that comes up with his entrance. Also, second dumb, neck dumb, tattoo. Boom. Dumb, That's dumb, how you dumb, codify dumb. it up. Perfect. Uh, so, last thing. This is actually the number two topic. So, we are going to talk about why we're here. The Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble. St. Louis, baby! Mm-hmm. We got Seth Rollins going one-on-one with Roman Reigns for the WWE Universal Championship. Seth Rollins has Roman Reigns' number in title yes. matches. Yep. And he, he kind of cooked my man in that promo segment last cooked night. I like, what, uh, I like what Seth Rollins has been doing because he's kind of taken Roman out of the element that he's been in for this entire run. He's gotten Roman off of being the super confident world champion to being like, wait, wait a second, this guy, what? He's he's like playing played the mind games correctly for the character of Roman Reigns. So it's going to be super interesting to see what they do. I, Rollins I, has a good chance, man. Rollins he has does. a good chance. I actually I think, think he's going to win. I think yeah, he is. I think so, too. I, now I, we, I think we Roman could, could all have We could all have egg on our face. Um, Bobby it Lashley. is Roman. Not I, because <laughs> I told you guys. <laughs> yeah. So Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar for the WWE Championship. Okay, look. I have concerns um, in that... I feel like uh, I have have not liked the way Bobby has come off here in the way that Brock has been dismissing him. Um, The only way I could feel good. They made Bobby into a fanboy. Like the only way. The only way I could be good with this is if Bobby Wins? wins. But otherwise, the fact that Brock's like, Bobby who? Like, if this match goes short, and Brock wins, and he's been saying all this shit to Bobby Lashley. I have concern, and he did it in a cowboy hat this week. Which, like, look, if you're not black, this probably doesn't mean as much to you. But when you see guys in cowboy hats who have said Run. negative shit to you, and practically have like, if you've ever had somebody in a cowboy hat say the word "boy" to you, like, oh, it makes God. you feel a certain way, right? Yeah. And so, like, Bobby Lashley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean. Yo, the truth like, is the truth. Shout out so to like, Matt Hardy. I don't know. <laughs> the way it, 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 it does have a tone to it, like he's talking yeah. down to Bobby. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. I wasn't liking any of that. And I feel like it, it, it reminds me a lot. It's not quite he's the like, same. Earn like, your spot, boy. Yeah. And, and it just, 
it was rubbing me the wrong way, and I feel like if Bobby loses on top of that, it's a bad look. If? Because um, he's losing. Bobby's yeah, definitely I know, losing. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I, will, I, I will bet my house on Bobby Lashley getting his shoulders pinned to the mat today. I, w- I would love to be pleasantly surprised, but I don't see it happening. Um, but I also, um, I've been kind of brewing in my brain that both of these guys lose their championships today. Mm-hmm. So, really? Yeah, yeah, I, don't, cool I don't know why, but I can see it. Both of them, both of them going out so and also we've got uh so women's rumble we gave our predictions i said uh i think we all said rousey right Uh, if she's in it um if she doesn't show i mean i hope the answer is bianca i hope the answer because that story still has to be answered for of like uh if we just move on and bianca doesn't get her one-on-one match with becky lynch and it's starting to feel like she's not going to um then and that, story's, still a, um, that story's climax point was SummerSlam. Um, right. I, in the same vein, I feel like if the only thing we're going to with the Naomi Omi stuff is to just beat her clean in a random TV match, what was the point of months of that? Like that's got to build up to some pay per view feud. If if she's not winning a Rumble or at least getting a title match out of this or something, that feels very pointless. Yeah. So I I don't know. I, I say if Rousey's not in it, Bianca. But I also don't see Rousey getting eliminated. So and they're still looming. Uh, Bailey, ba- yeah. uh, looming. No one she, really knows could, anything on what's going. I on I could with see her, Bailey so. maybe not winning the Rumble, but coming back and winning like whatever other number one contender I, thing they do for Charlotte. My, my prediction for Bailey, if she's, if she's in it, is she is not going to win, but she's going to eliminate Nate Lita. Charlotte. Oh, Lita. Oh. And oh, that's going to set up the match Bailey for WrestleMania. Lita. Yeah, we hey, all like that. That's good. We all like that a lot. And then we also have uh, Dewdrop versus Becky Lynch. I mean, Becky Lynch wins that. Yeah, um, but it could be good. I think it'll Hey, I'm think... happy for Dewdrop. Like, yeah, shout is, out to Dewdrop. She earned this. She's, she's fantastic. I can't um, believe she still has that awful name, but shout out to her. Hey, man, she's she's great. She's <laughs> extremely positive. Really, really good wrestler. I great. think this is a good spot for her. I, I think if nothing else, the match is going to be good, hopefully. Um, so, oh, yeah. my other uh, Dark Horse pick was Lacey Evans. Because they like the blonde women's. They love them blonde women's. <laughs> they love them no blonde women's. Oh, man. Hey, it's the Royal Rumble, though. It's tonight. Um, it's exciting. It's, it is, this is one of the most exciting events of the year. I always have fun with the Royal Rumble. This is another year where I'm going to have fun with the Royal Rumble. Um, I want to give a big, big shout out to our guest, Jade Cargill, for being here on Grapsity. Thank you again, Jay Cargill. Uh, I I can't say enough great things about just having talked to Jay Cargill. We did that. We had the TBS championship on this show. Do you understand that right there in that bottom corner right over there where that Grapsity logo is right now? She was right next to me. She was. She was right there. Hey, hey, before I switched them, because when she first came on, it was backwards. She was even in that box. I'm saying. (laughs) Man, I... Damn, she is fine. She looks She's fine. She's confident. She is just... I. Man, lucky man, lucky man, her husband. Jeez, man. So great. I made the joke that you know it looked like the, I. I thought the coolest thing about her being here is it made it felt like she was fresh off the win, like she had Seriously, the title yeah. belt on, yeah. she had the title shirt on. Wow. I was like, this is dope. She brought the belt, y'all. She we are out belt. here. Come on, yeah. We had the TBS so championship on Grapsity, and she uh, gave it up too. She's trying to fight Brandy. She's trying to like she. She is ready for the smoke. I loved it. It was perfect. I, 
so good. So happy. Folks, thank you for being here for this edition of Grapsity. Hey, if you're in St. Louis, hit us up uh, because I'm going to be around. Phil's around. Uh, Reg is going to be watching at home. I'll be watching, yeah. Tweet <laughs> yeah. Yes. Tweet. But yeah, holler at us because um, I have a feeling like I'm trying to go get something to eat. All I ate before this was uh, airline peanuts, so I am um, ready to get some actual food. That brother is starving. So, uh, <laughs> so Phil, if you were down to go get lunch like right now, um, yeah, yeah, I can eat. I can eat. Yeah, yeah, y'all gotta fill up after what we just did, man. Come on. Yeah, so let, let's let's go grab something to eat, ladies and gentlemen. This has been Grap City live from st louis missouri i'm will washington uh and actually you know what let me make sure that i got through every super chat um just a couple more r dickinson says jade was excellent on the pod but uh she's she needs to do more okay uh myron says uh who you guys got for iron man slash women and surprise nxt entrant for both rumbles um, Surprise um, NXT for the men. I'm guessing Gunther. For women, I'm guessing Io Shirai or Dakota. Yeah, and I could see Charlotte because she's ridiculous doing the Iron Woman thing and not yeah. winning. Yep. And Chris says this was an awesome episode, fellas. I'll be at the Rumble as well. Hope to see y'all there. Thank you, Chris. Royal Rumble, baby. And thank you for being a part of Grab City today. I'm Will Washington. Phil Lindsay, the Righteous Reg. We will see you next time. Have a great afternoon. Peace. Peace, peace. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.